0: here. These guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 face and R2 Dickhead. Hello there. Looking found someone you have,
1: I would say. (laughs) May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 131, we got a special guest, but I am Mopar.
0: I am Commander.
1: <laughs> As I said, we got a special guest, so we're going to be busting out our beer review uh, first and foremost.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, As it should be done. Go, go, over, go over the quick uh, quick and naughties here. <laughs> the quick and naughties. Welcome, everybody. It finally warmed up in Columbus, Ohio. How you doing? It feels like spring. It was uh, very nice. Today and yesterday. Yesterday
1: rolled the windows down, uh aired out the apartment. I mean it was it was really nice,
0: so I aired it out. It smelled like beer farts. <laughs> it's crazy how when it's been five degrees for like a month, it goes to forty and it feels like it's summertime. Everybody's walking around in goddamn tank tops and walking <clears throat> walking their dogs and it's fucking crazy. That's what Ohio does though. So it's been nice. I do like the cold. Yeah. I'm not one to complain about it like wintertime, but no, it was crazy what are you showing me i'm just i already have the the beer poured i'm ready me too. to, I had to that, well so. i got a growler today not a six-pack so i'm, I'm oh, ready okay. i'm ready to roll i smelled it in the intro and i was like really excited oh yeah talk about yours i need to uh pull okay. mine up on beer advocate really quick because i don't have a label or anything i don't have anything to talk about so uh Today's beer, uh, I have the Rebel Rouser IPA
1: by Sam Adams. Uh, I, I low-key have not been too impressed by a lot of Sam Adams, but at the same time, I really have only had maybe four of their uh, beers, four or five maybe. And from their great advertising and their uh, specific commercial, um, they have like 70-some, like 70 or 80 different types of beers. So Tons. Uh, I have I have just a small smidgen of uh sample size. So I figured uh, I'd do something from them, Sam Adams. Uh and they do have a couple like more solid beers, but I've never been just blown away by them. So I tried to grab something that was just kind of out of uh, out of the norm. But it's the Rebel Rouser IPA. It is a hoppy double IPA. It's eight point four percent, eighty five IBUs. Um nice. Actually, I, I do like the the, the color of it. I, I'm a big green fan. If you guys low-key didn't know, uh, green is definitely Mopar's favorite color. Uh, blue is my favorite color. Did, did you know that? Yeah, I was going to say green Green and purple are probably my two favorite colors, Ooh. which is not uh, very... Green and purple, uh, that's like
0: Riddler colors. Perfect. And the Joker cards. And Joker, yeah. The <laughs> joker cars no wonder you like batman 1989 so fucking much exactly dakota so. thinks do i have enough stuff i said this is like a fourth of the stuff that i have
1: oh i not do have even. to i do have to my... mention before we start tasting this stuff oh Display. yeah so uh low um commander got uh, <laughs> a new studio so if you guys aren't watching live or not watching the youtube video uh i would recommend it because he's got belligerents all over the place this isn't commander, the, new, this isn't the deep, new new studio like, Yeah,
0: Commander's only like 5% of the screen. The rest of it's just pop figures. (laughs) Eventually, yeah, it's going to be surrounding me. (laughs) If you've been watching the videos for a while, so I've been waiting for an office. I'm in like a co-working office. So I've just been using conference rooms like this. So that's why I just, I wanted to set up some pops today just so it's a little more than just my face and a beer. But I get, I move into my office in February. So episode like, cool eh, 134 probably I'll be in the new spot. But until then, I'm just going to, Set up some action figures and shit.
1: Excellent. Oh, and uh, the other small thing uh, is yesterday I did for the first time did an archery lesson. I saw that. I'm jealous. Pretty fun, man. It's the uh, they the bows fight back. Uh, that's all I'll <laughs> say. I don't bruise like nice. ever. You could punch me in the throat and I won't bruise. My arm is uh, it, it's not bad. You probably can't even tell, but you can see. Oh, I can yeah, see that shit. It looks yeah. a little little discolored. The bows fight back because when you, when you release, my arm was in the way. And that's kind of where like bracers come in mm-hmm. or, or they have something like that to protect your arm. But I didn't realize that until it started getting fucking knocked around. Uh, you got to
0: upgrade your marksman skill.
1: <laughs> exactly. I was actually surprisingly good. I didn't think, because that was the first time I ever even held a bow, let alone shot one. Um, uh, I wasn't that accurate, but I was consistent. Nice, because you shot like three in a row, and all three of them were within probably.
0: Uh, you no, consistently three. shot all your arrows straight into the ground. It was perfect. proud of you. So uh, <laughs>
1: Dakota says, "Don't invite people to punch you uh, in the throat." I mean, <laughs> nope.
0: do what you want. <laughs> Not a good test. So, all right, let's move on to the beer review. I'm drinking uh, Seven Sun Seven Son. Haven't had one by them on the show, I, I think, at all. Um, I is, popped. In. Is that a standard growler, or is that a smaller one? No, it's regular size. 64 ounces? 64. Okay. Full pints. Uh, But they didn't really have much in terms of carryout beer, so I just got a growler. And this is called the Mr. Owl. And I got it because I've never heard of an imperial brown ale before. And that's what this is. And I got intrigued. And then I looked it up on Beer Advocate since there's no label and there's literally no information. American brown ale, 8.8%. That's it. There's, just, no, just there's no there's no fucking story. There's no anything behind it. I mean, I'm sure it's not bland, but there's just no... Uh, they didn't write a poem about this one.
1: Simp- simply the best. Mm-hmm. Hey, that was a haiku. All right, guys. Cheers to this. I got mine in my, my big Carlsberg. I'm going
0: to cheers with this. Uh-huh. Carlsberg, which is also a very legit... Can I drink yet? Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Okay, so mine kind of
0: shocked me up front. Um, That's really good. Hmm, Kind of tastes like the Last Red Eye. Just a, yeah, lot, really? a lot stronger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, very roasty-toasty. Toasty-roasties, whatever the fuck you said, that one beer. But it's really toasted, really malty. It's like you're chewing on those coffee-flavored um, grains that we put in the Last Red Eye. So when I was taste testing all that stuff, this is really, it really resembles that a lot. But 8.8%, so it's obviously a lot stronger. But, man, it's pretty similar. Got that coffee vibe going on. I'm digging it, man.
1: Mine is kind of throwing me for a loop. So it has the, the, the standard, as Kerner says, the standard IPA kind of upfront bitterness. But it kind of f- floats away to, it's like a floral or earthy instead of like a citrusy. Mm-hmm. Very earthy, floral, it's actually very prominent at the end. I, I kinda like it.
0: Must be that type of obviously there's various types of hops, but some IPAs can go super floral and bitter, and some can go very citrusy.
1: Yeah. This is excellent. This is this is very interesting. Yeah, this leaves you know it's really weird. This kind of leaves me with a uh, a taste in my mouth like I ate uh overcooked Pop Tart, which I <laughs> low-key love. I don't mean that in a bad way. I was way. gonna say, is that good or bad? <laughs> Uh, no, I actually I do like we've we've discussed that before. I always like my things slightly burnt, not like burnt to a crisp, but a little overdone, um, and that's kind of the weird, awkward flavor that it's kind of leaving <laughs> in my mouth. So maybe maybe there is like a
0: uh, like a toasty, roasty just bit to this, but I, I enjoy it. <laughs> Kerner says he'd be hammered after two of these, eight point eight percent. Yeah, maybe it doesn't really it doesn't doesn't taste that strong stronger than the red eye but it doesn't taste like it's a very strong beer and it's an imperial so um but no it's like coffee beans it's like chocolate covered coffee beans that's the best way to say it oh okay
1: Darth chrono says overcooked pop tart dot dot dot, yum dude i love it i'll put in a pop tart twice twice until the frosting is starting to like ooze that the top the frosting on top of the pop tart Like that stuff starts getting discolored. I love it. I love control. it. I don't know why. Um, so what, what are you thinking on the, uh,
0: the the flavorizer? Three. Three? Oh, immediate. Right I away. Like I knew it. As soon as I tasted it, I knew. It's one of those things like that's usually the difference between a two and a three when a two is really good. It's just like that first sip. You, you pretty much know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's it's delicious. I, it.
1: uh, I I understand and I'm kind of along the same lines, but I'm on the two two end of the sideline here. Um, it didn't blow me away right away. It was kind of confusing, but as, I, as I'm as i drinking it, it is really good. Very solid. I'm just... I really want Sam Adams to be a three. I was I just going to say, I can't picture three. a Sam Adams being a three. I need to find that one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Kerner's getting pissed because we're eating our Pop-Tarts cooked instead of just raw-dogging it out of the tinfoil or whatever the
0: hell. Never relate Pop-Tarts and raw-dogging at the same time, please. <laughs> I can't so, ever have a Pop-Tart we, again. Thanks a lot. We are already off the rails. <laughs> Raw dog and Pop-Tarts.
1: We don't need... Yeah. Uncooked.
0: All right. Yeah. It's so definitely a solid
1: two out of three. Rebel Rouser. I probably can't give it a three because it says Rebel in it. Even though we... Uh, <laughs>
0: it says the Rebel. R- R- negative Pop-Tart. one. Yeah. Negative one percent of, out of all of it. So... <laughs> Mr. Owl from 7th Sun. Got a three. It's seasonal and distributed i'm pretty much sure i'm pretty much sure only in ohio from from seven suns so if you're in columbus come get this it's it's amazing come to the tap room do they do they bottle the owl i don't know because i went right to the tap room to see what they had and they only had a few of those tall like 24 ounce things whatever bottles to take home they didn't have like six packs or anything so i'm not Mm -hmm. sure um if, if they have these at the store but you know maybe crafted trash probably has it but it's it's good dude i'm a fan i'm a
1: fan I'll, t- I'll tell you while we're on the beer thing real quick we went to a local brewery uh yesterday afternoon for for dinner <sighs> did you know it's i just uh, I, like as soon as you walk in i almost feel like as i look around i know how the beer is going to taste if you look around everything's very clean and professional you're just like all right I'm so excited. You walk into this place it was an old bank. It it was like just ev- like th- everything was just a a a hue color off. I was just like all right you already put me in a bad mood. <laughs> I already hate I already hate your beer. No, but uh, uh the beer was okay. It, I could never give it a 3, but uh, they had a an IPA. I think it was a red IPA and it hit me so hard. I, sure. I had one lager and one IPA, and the IPA just kicked my ass.
0: Damn! How much yeah, was it? It was
1: uh, it was like a nine percent, um, but it came in one of like the teardrop glasses. So I don't. I think it might have been twelve ounces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just hit hard, man. After that, I was like, Jesus, you know, I'm definitely feeling loose,
0: loosey goosey. So loosey <laughs> goosey with the toasty roasties, huh? Please, we need to start <laughs> a rap album tonight. <laughs> Made with only your
1: vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going platinum. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, we do have a, a special guest today. He's been on before once or twice or a bunch of a couple times here. So <laughs> we're going to welcome back Chainsaw. We're going to get his insight on quite a few things. Uh, so welcome, Mr. Chainsaw. Hello, finally. Gosh, just waiting. Uh, Patience, it, Patience wait. is virtue, man.
2: You find any ladybugs yes. while you're waiting for us? Uh, no, I've killed all of them so far. There's
1: so. just carcasses around.
2: Everywhere. Every-
1: <laughs> a, I can't even. All right. <laughs> Ain't gonna. Everywhere. Everywhere.
2: So are, are you a, a beer drinker at all? Not much. No.
0: I'll no. Be asked okay. This every episode, Not probably. Not much. No.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: We'll yeah. leave it at that
1: because I don't want to get into it. Um, all right. So, jumping, we are the first, the biggest topic we have to jump into, yeah, okay. is uh, is the Last Jedi because mm-hmm. we, I'm, we're so interested to hear because <sighs> everybody has so ups and downs and everybody had different issues with different parts of the movie. Yep. So, um, overall thoughts on the Last Jedi?
2: I love the movie. Um, they did some things that I didn't expect, but I really enjoyed what Ryan Johnson did because. The tone in the story that JJ told in seven, like it it felt completely different than eight, which I liked the most, because if eight felt exactly like seven, then I'd be like, okay, we're just continuing the same thing. It's a different direction, but it doesn't matter. It's still following the same tone. Ryan Johnson took it darker, but he also added some more humor and he expanded more on the first order, new planets, a bunch of new aliens and new characters, and I feel like now I have no idea what's going to happen in 9. And I feel like after watching 8, because I I didn't come out of the theater after 8 going, why was my Ray theory not proven right? Right. Why was my Snoke theory not proven? Like, there was... There are people who legitimately have issues, like, they have legit issues with the movie. I respect that. Right. People's opinions where they come out of the movie going... They didn't give me. They didn't give me a good ray resolution on her parents. They didn't give me more information on Snoke. I wanted to know more about Snoke. That is the fans building up that hype and building up. Oh, this is exactly what eight's going to do because I know because it's in my head. And if it's not what happens in the movie, I don't like it.
1: Right. Well, to be f- to be fair, Disney are are the hype masters. Oh, of course they. And, and they played into it. They played us all up, and then. It wasn't that they let us down, but they're like, ha Snoke theory, Ray Parents theory, all this shit. And then they're like, and then Ryan Johnson, and I always say trolled us. And I don't think that was the point, but I think the point was like, your, your theories don't matter. This is the Star Wars universe. <laughs> What's going to happen is going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, he, he did go out of his way to remind us of that. It was, I think it was half trolling and half reminding us to sit back and enjoy the story. Uh, And Mm -hmm. what I've said is, at a few points, it went a little too far. So as we get into, you know, details of the movie, so Luke and the lightsaber and the casual Chuck behind the shoulder, like that's a note to not build up the fact that Luke is about to get the lightsaber so much and he's throwing it off like it's not that important. It's not that important to the story, which I get. But all that buildup and everything that Luke's been through and his father being the most evil bastard of all time and he just throws it like it doesn't mean anything. That it just it didn't land like that. I don't think that's what he intended, but it just it just didn't come off the, like the right way for me.
2: Yeah, because when I watched that scene, people laughed, and yeah. I didn't laugh. I'm like, why did he throw that away? And then, what they could have done is just he throws the saber, and they give you no explanation. We're just going to continue on with the story. It doesn't matter. They go into reasoning why. And whether or not you agree with Luke Skywalker's direction, because I love this so much. People take Mark Hamill's quotes and they take it out of context. Right. They, they, oh, remove, yeah. they remove his, they his, he gives a little part. I disagree with Luke's journey. I had many disagreements with Ryan Johnson. And then they cut that off and say, Luke, Luke this, Skywalker yeah. himself didn't like it. Yeah. But they forget the ad where he goes, when I saw the movie, I was wrong. Right. But it's fine if you don't like the movie. But for me, I loved what they did. And I love the fact that they kept it open-ended. And so JJ can go in and do whatever he wants. And, and like I'm going to be shocked no matter what because I have no idea what they're doing in 9. They could do a, a time jump. They could start immediately after 8 going into 9. There's so many things they could do.
1: Well, the, the, the theory is that they're going to be doing about a, an 8 to 10-year time jump, which I would be completely happy with because we were left off... With the resistance being like fifty people and one jet, the last Jedi,
3: yeah,
1: and Chewie, and they were just kind of taking off. First of all, the fact that the resistance is being saved by the Millennium Falcon <laughs> once again—classic. <laughs> you know, if that ship didn't exist, the yep. rebellion would never, and nothing would have fucking happened. Everything would have died.
0: And we're gonna get um, to see the beginning of that ship here pretty soon. Yep. Well, yeah. Very true. Crossed. I mean. <laughs> Still no trailer, but
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. I think with the whole theory of it doing a, a time jump that gives them the ability to write in the opening crawl that Leia has passed, and we don't have to mm-hmm. create a way to her to exit. We can, she can exit by her age and that she just dies, and right, they give Poe or whoever the general. Mm-hmm. Can we go from there? So, right. so with
1: that, yeah. oh, so go ahead, go ahead, keep going.
2: Well, I was just saying that I think with the way they ended it because everyone's talking about that kid at the end with the broom was like, like and when i was doing my live stream talking are, about yeah. it, people there's two thoughts that people were talking about and i kind of agree with both one is that he he's not necessarily a character we're going to be seeing in nine he's more of an idea of hope is still out there for the rebellion a
1: representation yeah
2: right. or he he is legitimately going to be somebody we see in nine whether it's a time jump so it's a different actor but it's the same person that Ray picks up, and we, she starts building up the Jedi Order her own way, with, right. the, with the with the hopes of, like help from Luke and Yoda, hopefully. Yeah, Yoda knows who Ray is, so like, why can he show up? Maybe,
1: maybe I think he you does. Know, to be, yeah, I'm, I'm pissed real quick. Okay, to be honest, I the last person I expected to see on. Achuta, or whatever the hell that planet's called. Ah, ah, two, whatever. Ah, yeah, Ak-2, ah, was uh, Yoda. And my reasoning was it has to be Ben. It has to be Obi-Wan. It should have been. Obi-Wan shows up so many times. Well, so many times. What, twice as a force ghost to, to Luke in the original trilogy, though. Well, we see him twice in uh, Empire. And then he talks to him. You see his voice. Turn off your fucking Apple computer. Just use your eyeballs um, when you're shooting
0: the, the things. And then but, he's there uh, twice uh, in Jedi, too. Twice in Jedi. He shows up as a ghost twice in Empire, twice uh, in Jedi, also.
1: Uh, uh,
0: Whoa, I lost uh, you for a second there. Uh,
1: uh, well, you're right. When he's leaving, um, Dagobah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just thought there was more of a connection between uh, Ben and, and Luke than Yoda and Luke. Agreed. And maybe it was just maybe it was just because scream time because yeah. we don't see we, because there's like two years or some bullshit that goes by with Yoda and Luke, but yeah. we don't see it. We just see him picking up rocks and, and standing on his head, and that's about it.
2: Yeah, uh, and they even asked Ryan why was Obi Wan not in the movie. And he said with the story he was telling, he didn't feel it would make sense, but you could have put him there instead of Yoda, true. The f- but, you know, but Yoda being kind of the top guy in the prequels and him being Luke's trainer, Obi-Wan, yes, did train Luke, but ultimately Yoda was the one who gave like more time to Luke because he was around. Right. So regardless of who you put there, I think it was a nice moment to have two characters that were in the original trilogy like Reconnect. Agreed. One's dead. One's yep. about to die. Um, so regardless, but I, I think we're going to see Obi-Wan in nine. Fingers crossed, we see Obi-Wan and nine. Ewan McGregor aged up, make up, all that kind of stuff for us, a Force Ghost. Hopefully because I think with Ray rebuilding the Jedi Order, Force Ghost might be popping in and out kind of Whoa. trying to give her advice.
1: Why don't we just get a Force Ghost of Luke? That's what I'm
2: saying. I, I, we're going to see yeah. him I think regardless because he is apparently contracted 4-9. So we're going to see him. Oh, okay. I think he's going to have a bigger role because, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher has passed away. So we're going to see more of Force Ghost Luke, but probably not enough to where he's a main character, but enough to where we're probably going to see him in the trailer,
0: probably. I took it when he was getting ready to train Ray, like half train, not even half trained her, but started to train her and then they got split up and then came back and then died at the end of the movie. I pretty much assumed right there that he was going to come back in oh, yeah, because he's like, nine, uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna be the last
2: Jedi. Yeah. you see Ray holding up these rocks, yeah. it's a big spectacle moment. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, and looks like and he says, I'll see you around. Maybe he'll pop up like at Ben,
1: Debbie? like, yeah, oh my god, some like badass, that's nonsense. He, he,
2: said, he said, I'll see you around, kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I he's gonna, I, I swear, there's gonna be a moment, they're not gonna show it in the trailers, there's gonna be a moment where Ben is there. And Luke shows up.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Let me just let me just kind of toss something in, in the ring, and I don't I don't think this will happen or should happen, but I do think that it's a possibility because he, he keeps he goes back. To, uh, Luke is talking to Kylo, and he says, "I'll see you around, kid." But right before that, he mentions, "I'll be I'll be with you forever, just like your father." Right. I, I start like my mind starts thinking and 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 theorizing. Could we see and not particularly like a forced ghost of Han? But almost like a uh, a force, I don't. It, well, it could be a force
0: ghost of Han. Well,
1: well uh, my my thoughts are like force ghosts are, are brought on by the being. I feel like more of like the force brings mm. on a vision, mm. like what Anakin was seeing in his dreams. Yeah, but Han is going to kind of constantly haunt or be with Kylo in in nine or something. I uh, I could see I don't that think or- they need to show that though. Yeah, you could. He could have
2: nightmares, and you see Han. You could. It could be a flashback when he's about to be sent off to be trained with Luke. We could have that as kind of a thing. Maybe Han wasn't being the best father when he was about to get sent off to go train. Mm-hmm. Maybe that because that'd be a cool way to have Han Solo back in nine. Because um, everyone kept theorizing, oh my God, he's actually not dead. We didn't see the body, and like, no, he's dead. He's,
0: he's dead. People <laughs> are out of control.
2: But so- uh, yeah.
1: So I, I I I have a premonition of what's gonna be. See, I'm having a fourth vision right now. Premonizer, um, so so premonizing. Um, I feel like Kylo's gonna be put uh, into a situation where he's gonna he's he's gonna do something very evil, and then you're just gonna hear that Han Solo Ben, like in a, like just a yeah. uh, a voice, and it's just he's gonna hesitate, and it's gonna change the entire scene, or something small like that. That they could just they could pull from, yeah. Change an entire scene, spark something, spark, 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 spark. That's all we heard in the Last Jedi. um <laughs> Just but like spark in, something in
0: Ben as as like a hey, this yeah. is wrong, you know it. Just like in three, when Anakin's having that bad dream about Padme, or no, it's when he's a. Uh, in two, when he's doing the sand people, on every when he's doing the sand people, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, you watched a different movie than we, I did. Oh. I definitely did director's cut uh, when Attack he's killing the, bomb, the sand X-ray. people, and you hear uh, and you hear Qui Gon shout Anakin like distantly, like it's a a vision, like Qui Gon's trying to call him from the grave, like calm the fuck down, dude.
1: Yeah, something like whoa, that. Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa. Yeah. How? I don't remember that yeah it was
1: i've seen the uh, clones a total of like one and a half times because i can't stand it but go ahead <laughs> it is the worst i could be thank uh, you
0: it is the worst one i agree with that i still fucking watch it no no yeah i could be mentioning the wrong scene and if i do i apologize but there's a part where anakin is super 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 conflicted i'm pretty sure it's killing tuscan raiders and you hear qui-gon in the background like the his quote from episode one where he shouts Anakin, they just pull Anakin, and it's like very faded, like he's calling to him from the grave.
1: Whoa! I don't think I've ever noticed that.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I I'll have to look for and, it
1: next time. Wow! And even though it was like
2: very uh, brief, there it, it's in the Clone Wars when Yoda is able to talk to Qui Gon, but Qui Gon wasn't a Force ghost. He was able just to speak through the Force. You just can't see him, and. People were, and also this was brought up on kind of in Star Wars talk. There was a brief, like they asked Liam Neeson directly. There's a rumor of an Obi-Wan movie. Are you going to be in that movie as a force Ghost?" And he didn't know what to say, but it's like, if he does, if he's in the movie, it's a voice. It's not, you're not going to see him as a force Ghost Cause he didn't train enough to get to that point. They kind of explained that. So,
0: well, well they yeah. looped it around well, it though with, be. um, with, um, Clone Wars. He yeah, well, the voice. Like, he was Wars. the voice, but
2: Yoda had to go to Dagobah. Because like Yoda, Dagobah, you can train, you can learn how to do the Force Ghost.
0: But you, but we still see him, though, right?
2: Well, you saw him in those episodes where they're on that planet and they see the, 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 the son, daughter, yeah, and the father, the, the Force being. Yeah, but that, but that was a whole thing. Like that, that doesn't. That was like a separate thing. Like, but when Yoda's here in Qui Gon, you don't see Qui Gon in the
0: sixth season of Clone Wars. I'm pretty like, sure we do. I could be wrong, though.
1: I, I don't think I've so. Seen, I've seen this whole series, uh, well, and I wasn't a 1,000% paying attention the whole time because there were both yeah. episodes.
2: Well, you but- you do see Qui-Gon and Moeb Yoda is having like some kind of vision or something, and he's walking, and he sees all these people standing around. He sees Qui-Gon and Count Dooku talking to each other. What? Yeah, it, yeah it's in season six of Clone Wars, but it, it's not a real thing. He's envisioning this thing, and he's looking at Count Dooku like, you're the Sith Lord, and Count Dooku's like, like, Master Yoda, what's the problem? Like, it's a whole thing where Yoda's really
1: confused. I do remember that because I think it's when Palpatine's playing with them. They're doing like a Sith ritual fucking with Yoda.
2: Yes. And then that's where he starts hearing Qui Gon's voice. Then he goes to Dagobah and learns that he can train to be around after his body is no longer around.
1: Yeah. And
2: Qui Gon was saying, and Qui Gon said, like, I haven't, I did not learn how to fully possess this ability, but you can.
1: So, wow. Dude, I love it because Qui-Gon was such a the living force. He didn't care about the fucking Jedi. Well, he yes. did, but but uh, Dark, Light, Side, Dark, he was just the living force. He said a thousand times in episode one. Yes. Um, and uh, it's cool because of course the force would reach out to him and kind of push him towards a, uh, something that the Jedi and the Sith aren't really aware of. So Even like Yoda. Yoda does not know this. Like, imagine uh, it, Imagine if a Sith figured out how to do it. That'd be crazy. So there's, there's a theory, and we had Stupendous Wave on from uh, from YouTube. He's a big, big YouTuber, yep. Star Wars YouTuber. We had him on, and he actually explained that um, the Sith are unable to become Force ghosts. Right. Ooh. And, he, and, and he, he went into a, a long description of it, um, but for some reason, it's like that the dark side like devours their soul after because they've given themselves to it or something along those lines. I could be making that up. But uh, in the end, it was the, the Sith cannot become force ghosts.
0: It was one of those things where Lucas just said that. And then somebody had to make up an explanation for it because it was tied to those, those cut episodes of clone wars where Revan and Bane were supposed to be there as force ghost talking to somebody and ah, Lucas true. made the call. Bane,
2: Bane, is, Bane is there, but it's not a well, force
0: ghost. yeah, but he was supposed to actually be a, a force ghost. So oh, Lucas, okay. so Lucas had, had them cut. Them. And then he said, because only Jedi can actually become force ghosts. And then of course, I'm sure somebody made up an explanation as to why. And that's, yeah, that's what we have. I,
2: Cause I think when Yoda talked to Darth Bane, they, it, it didn't look like a force ghost. It looked kind of like some like vision or something he's having. And then it goes away. And so you could easily top that as okay. Well, Yoda's on a Sith planet. There's a there's a thing here, and they I don't know some Mm -hmm. kind of magic shit. Mm
1: -hmm. So this yeah. So this this is an open question because I'm not sure. Has a Force ghost ever affected reality in a Star Wars universe? Because I'm trying to think back. Because it just happened.
3: Well,
1: uh, what
0: Yoda blew the fucking tree up?
2: Yeah, he's asking has it happened before to step
0: it up. Well, because I'm
2: just—I was
0: just I think to, No, I don't think so either, and that's why a lot of people were annoyed that Yoda used the lightning and hit the tree. Evan's like, "Well, you
2: can't do that if you're a ghost. You can't actually do stuff." And then he smacked Luke in the head with the cane, like
1: right. as, it's a legit smack, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I mean, it was not but do, who knows? Was it a legit smack? What? What? Like, it, well, it he, would be, he reacted to it. I know, but maybe Luke was remind, like reminded of Dagobah, and he was just maybe. like, oh, shit. Well, like, I, it could be up to a certain point of view. It's one of those things you
2: have to go back and rewatch because Because yeah. when I first saw it, and then obviously I've seen re-uploads through crappy quality theater YouTube, and the <laughs> smack, he, he looks like it, you hear the smack, and it looks like it hits him in the head, and he responds and looks over at Yoda. But I think they gave an explanation to the less people that are using the Force, the more powerful the ones that are can be. Yeah, so it could be it could be chalked up as well, Ray and Ben are active. That kid used the Force a little bit to pull that broom, but he's not actively using it. Luke was using it to create that, you know, doppelganger of himself, which was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could chalk it up as Yoda was able to pull this off because not a lot of people are currently using the Force. Well, there's more of the
1: Force to go around, is, is yeah. Like so a, basically,
2: uh, once Ray starts building up the Jedi Order if Yoda, Obi-Wan, Luke show up, they can't probably interact because there's people actively using the Force to train, hypothetically. So... I don't know because Ryan Johnson did new shit. Like he did stuff that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and there's some iffiness there
0: too because Lou kisses Leia on the forehead and gives it those dice and then the dice end up disappearing. So are the dice real? But they're both
1: force sensitive. They're both force sensitive and I feel like even if I think she even knew he wasn't there. She just looked up at him like that's like the basic explanation. It
0: was confirmed.
2: They didn't know When when he puts the dice in her hand and there's a brief shot where she looks up at him and then he nods his head for a brief shot that is confirmation she knows he is not actually there. Mm. Because he didn't give her anything. No. He gave her a, a force vision of, a, of some die. Yeah, because she felt there was nothing in her hand. That's when she looks up at him and he goes...
0: Right, and right. Nod. And that's what I think, I think Star Wars Explained was walking it through because the only other person that touches the dice besides Leia is Kylo. And he's a Force user also. Yeah, he disappears. Right. And then C-3PO yeah. acts kind of weird because he doesn't recognize a life form. But he sees Luke, so yeah, that throws and then Luke him off. winks and
2: keeps walking. Right, like right, it right. Was a brief shot. Yep. Uh, and then, and even though, and by the way, that shot where, um, where you where you see Luke walking out towards the action, like out of the building, and you see Poe look up right before Poe shows up. The three first people pop up is is Mark's kids, and they're like they're popping up behind, watching their dad go out in a bang. But that proves that anybody can see him. But if you were to go up and try to touch him, then no, because if you notice, his hands didn't go through Leia's when he was touching her hand and kissing her on the forehead, because he he made it to where he wasn't going through them. He made it look believable.
1: Well, hmm. at the same time, because Kylo and Ray are like touching through the Force now. That's yes, a little different, which though. is like there's there's yeah, I know I. It, true but this is why I like this movie because they really start pushing the boundaries of what the force can do Yeah, because we always had this like prequel force power era that we're kind of captured in and now we're getting into the wondrous potential of the force where where Leia can get sucked out into the goddamn galaxy and she can fucking Mario her way back into the, the cockpit like also, did you notice the? And I don't want you to forget because I w- I will forget. Don't don't forget about the uh, spoiler interview. Um, but the, did you notice the foreshadowing of her coming back through yeah. the uh, blown up cockpit and going through the hologram of Snoke's ship and cutting it?
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, so well, she goes. So, she
1: goes right through that, like the section that the lady goes hyperspace through. Yes, right, I, I, I we, everyone thought, yeah, exactly. Well,
2: in honestly, I think that's like the most controversial scene in the whole movie. Is her? It's
1: the best scene of the movie. It's Stop. it's the most
2: controversial. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it's the most controversial because because yeah. literally, it's either you loved it or hated it.
1: I want to hear your thoughts, dude. I tell love me, saw about, I
2: I was sitting there, Mom's sitting next to me. And I see her and in they don't set it up as she's Mary Poppins. No, if you see the pulse in her hand and then it's pulling her, it's pulling her slowly back to the cockpit. I was hitting my mom like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then as I was leaving the theater, I heard, overheard someone saying that Leia scene was the stupidest thing ever. And that showed how the completely different responses, if they didn't show the pulse in her hand, showing the force is pulling her. If we didn't see that moment, I would go, okay, she, it looks, this is too stupid because they don't give any yeah. indication of what's happening. And then pe- and then people are complaining, why is Poe or no one else on that ship, why are they not freaking out about Leia floating back? Or they you know, don't know at that point. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but, but people are like, what? Because, you know, like I said, when Luke went to exile, people thought that the Force was a myth, and Jedi are a myth. They're seeing this happen. Everyone's dead except for her. And it's like because I bet they probably knew that she was a Force user. Well, they probably so we,
1: knew. we 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 talked about this because I didn't. I brought up the question: Who in the resistance knows that Leia is actually Luke's sister? Mm-hmm. Because that's low key mentioned in the original trilogy, but it's not like out like put out yeah. to the to the universe that hey, these guys are siblings. These these people are siblings. And honestly, how
2: many how many how many people how many people actually witnessed her fl- her coming back? Not no many. One. Yeah, not really. USO, maybe. Like, yeah, Poe saw and, and a few other people. That's about it. It wasn't like a major thing. But when they when that when that part of the ship blew up and then she flew out and they cut away for two minutes, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Did they just kill Leia like that? That'd have been ballsy. Yeah, that's what and I thought too. Back. Yeah, and the people and I, I guess the whole point is, how did she survive in space long enough to get back? Force. The force, force? probably wrapped itself around her and then the pulse and then it slowly it pulled her back in it wasn't like she was like i'm flying
1: no it was see i think it's the it's the positive and negative and i don't mean that in a uh heroic way it's it's luke is the lightsaber attacking uh force user and leia is on the other side where she didn't have a lightsaber well to our knowledge at this point um, and she wasn't trained as a Jedi, but she is obviously a strong Force user. Whoa. So, watch what what would, what would she in like learn from the Force naturally? Maybe to protect herself, to protect other people around her, to like small stuff like that. So Not when even. she got when she got blown out, I didn't think it was outrageous for her to just like force cocoon herself because you could see when when as the uh, shots were coming in, she closed her eyes and almost prepared herself for that.
0: Right. And I was thinking not even, that she fucking learned the the trick, Force Cocoon, and added that as one of her powers. It was just, well, it was like a life and death situation. And it it was just like, adrenaline kicks in, the Force kicks in, and she did what she could to save herself.
1: I don't think adrenaline is canon. Adrenaline doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, right. Adrenaline is
0: legends. Force adrenaline is legends. My bad. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I
1: think think she's very
2: powerful in the Force. I mean, it was confirmed in... yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the visionary of or whatever the book for the last Jedi that Luke asked Leia to be his first Padawan and she said no. She wanted to work with the Resistance and so Luke Luke probably senses how powerful Leia was because yep. Leia sensed Han's death from so far away. Yep, and, and Luke's yeah, Leia is very powerful in the Force. So her doing this stunt just shows how powerful she is, but she chooses not to use it when
1: she doesn't need to like it's yeah oh, so i just thought about if you want to talk about a um, pure force user it's almost leia because she wasn't taught by a jedi she didn't fall to the dark side there was no teacher her her teacher was, was the no living father. force yeah there, there was no father but um Yeah, so I feel like when we talk about a Force user that might be natural, uh, that uh, even like Luke, you're learning from Yoda, who is somewhat fucking heavily biased in a Jedi way. Yeah. Even at that point. Tainted by that old religion. Yeah. It's a religion still at that point. Um, And I think Yoda, Loki, knows that. Even though he's teaching the religion, and he doesn't want to, that's all he knows, so
0: that's all he can teach. I don't think, so no, I, I like, think he believes in it, ahead. man. You don't think who? Yoda believes in the religion of the no, Jedi? No, I think he does still believe in it, because if you notice, when he blows up the tree, looks like he burns the books to Luke, and then Luke says, so it is time for the Jedi to end. And then Yoda says, no, said, he says, "Time like it to- Jedi scraps! No, and then he, so it is time for the for the Jedi order to end, or whatever, and then Yoda says, time it is. And he turns around and pauses for a second. And he says something like, for you to look past the pile of old books. So Yoda doesn't actually think it's time for the Jedi to end. Even after all the stuff that's happened, Luke's ready to end the order and the religion and start over from scratch or not start anything at all and tell Ray to go, the, get the fuck out of here. And Yoda's yep. still holding on hope. Yoda's still stuck with that ancient religion. See, I think you're looking too far into...
1: Uh, the script of the movie well, no that's think, exactly yoda, what he says go ahead go ahead Cheetah.
2: i think i think yoda still believes in good because i mentioned this in my uh spoiler discussion we got into the prequels because it just kind of went that direction about anakin all that kind of stuff like the jedi failed themselves because they didn't realize that the guy that didn't like palpatine is actually the Sith lord and like the 99 percent of their population was wiped out in order 66 yep they failed themselves, and Luke fails again with Kylo, and he and Ben kills a bunch of people. So Luke says, I wanted to end. Yoda, who has been through all of this shit, he witnessed the death of these Padawans, the kids, and everything, and then he sees the Empire and sees the fact that, and, and I bet Yoda was probably around or knew of the fact that Luke failed with Ben and a bunch of people died in the process. Oh, absolutely,
3: yeah. yeah. The
2: fact that Yoda still believes that they're, Yoda sees something in Rey. And so I think Yoda still believes in this idea because they've always said that dark light rises up to meet it. Like, right. there's always an equal balance. So if you completely forget the Jedi and completely get rid of it, then there's no hope. Then there's nothing to really fight for. If the Jedi are like, because Luke didn't want to be no part of it. Luke said, I, I, I'm done. I'm not even in tune with the Force. I'm out. Ray has to pull him back in, and then Yoda has to still teach him from the dead. So... Right. <laughs> Uh, the Jedi still have to rise up, but I think they're going to teach Rey a different way because Rey has those books probably to learn, but I don't think she's going to teach what the books are saying. I think she's going to teach in her own way. I hope so. Probably, with, the, with the guidance of Luke, Obi-Wan, and Yoda, hopefully. Because that's so- where I
0: really hoped that it was going was Luke says it's time for the Jedi to end. It's time for the ancient religion to end. At the height of their power, they allowed Dark Cities to rise and destroy all of them. All that stuff i was like yes finally and i thought we were going in that direction but even still yoda who seems like he agrees with luke and wants to do the greater good is still stuck in those old ways and that that's what i got from the yoda scene after i saw it a second and third and fourth time then i noticed that line how he kind of twists it like he agrees with luke but then he twists it back and he says no you're just looking at it the wrong way maybe i kind of get that but as far as the restrictions of the jedi and how Crazy of a religion that it was I do think it I do think that Luke was on the right track and trying to end that and if he does start something over or if Ray starts something over hopefully they can flip it so that it's not as ridiculous and strict and no love and no compassion and blah 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 as it was in the prequels because that was obviously the downfall
2: no self-destruction basically I hope to prevent yeah. that from happening again yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah so I hope so I, I don't just, know uh,
1: I, I, I feel like
0: Certain Star Wars point of in view.
1: general, it puts puts Yoda on a, such a pedestal that I don't think he should be on. And I'm a, I'm a Yoda fan because he's a key element to the Jedi Order. But it's like when I saw him actually strike the tree, I thought that was the premonition that Yoda actually starts to understand his own faults. The faults of what he was teaching. That's what I was hoping. Um, Yeah. Because, like, even there, there, there was like no darkness in the galaxy. And when let's let's just put it in perspective, Luke. Sidious is dead, Darth Vader's dead. We have Luke. We have Luke. And what's he gonna teach? The Jedi Way. Oh, look, what the fuck happened? 10 years, 20 years down the road, Kylo fucking Ren. The dark rises to meet
0: it, of course.
1: No, yep. I thought it was the light rises to meet it. No, no Luke is well, the only no, one the- left.
0: He's on the light side. He's teaching the Jedi Order. Yep. And of yep. course, something on the dark side rises to meet that. And then and Luke Kylo. goes into hiding. Kylo's in control. Snoke's there. And then yep. the opposite happens. Now the light rises in Ray to meet that. It's just yeah, continually, like, it. the balance is continually going back and forth. Yeah. It feels like Snoke was not active until Kylo
2: came into the picture because they haven't given him a reason why. Because the Snoke was tricking Kylo was you know slowly persuading him so i assume
0: assume snoke was a uh student of luke well here's an interesting point that uh, i think jacob on the last patreon call mentioned from this the website is snoke actually got to kylo ren before he even started training with luke in the first place
2: yeah. Oh. So, it, so yeah, the whole theory of the darkness rising to meet the light. Snoke was kind of in, kind of like Darth Sidious in the shadows, but right. he was slowly persuading his apprentice. And then that's the turning point because I bet Ben was probably like, no, 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 he, no, no, Luke is not bad, blah, blah, blah. And then he's slowly persuading him. And then once Luke is about to do the the ultimate bad deed, that hu- that brief moment of humanity, Kylo sees the opportunity. He fights back, and then that's when he turns. It's um, a spark, you
1: might say. Oh. Or uh, he,
0: he finally sees but, what but Snoke the, was saying was, that whole time.
2: Yeah, but the darkness rose up to meet the light, which yeah. was Luke. and So yep. so,
1: that, so the, the, the yeah. argument is, why? Why with so many whys? Why yes. the fuck would you even be a Jedi? Why the fuck would you even be a, a Sith? Because all you're going to do, oh, I'm super strong. Well, guess what? A poor farmer from a desert planet is going to fucking rise up and cut you in half about two years. Because well, you can't help it though. I think Luke,
2: Luke probably knows there will always be a darkness in the galaxy, and there always there always will be. There's always a threat. There's always something.
1: Well, naturally, with without light, there is darkness.
2: Yes, but Luke probably didn't think one of his trainees would turn on him, and especially not his nephew. Right. That's the biggest WCF for him. I bet if it was somebody else, not his nephew, maybe he wouldn't have gone into exile like he did. But the fact that he had that humanity moment of... Because he, he saw the darkness inside Kylo's head. He knew this was not good. Yeah. And that brief moment of humanity where he was about to kill him because I can't I can't have another Darth Vader. Well, that moment where you almost did it caused him to become Darth Vader. 2.
0: Created it. Right. Yeah. Yes. A so, so where are we at if the darkness always rises to meet the light and then you quench something out and then the other thing always rises back to meet it again like if we're in that flux forever like what is the galaxy what is the state of the galaxy if you kill the evil empire and yep. you got peace for a little bit but then eventually some is gonna rise up to meet you and then they're gonna kill you and then it just That's goes back so and heard, forth yeah. forever like well, uh, where do you where does like, that leave the, us
1: well, well it's it's and i'm Answering my own question because I, I I just asked that not too long ago, but it's like it's like uh, a, you're living life. There's a natural life, right? True. On, on Earth, the shit's always gonna be fucking. With what you. happens to everybody, gonna, man. You have a good have day, you have a bad days. day. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it, it, it's almost relatable that no matter what you do, true. true, tomorrow there's gonna be something else popping up to smack you in the face. So you have to have an answer to it, and or you're gonna fall. Yep. Yeah. Which, I, Mopar. I just create I just answered Star Wars. So you just created
0: a new franchise right there. Let's so, start that so
2: shit. So the, the answer is
1: what what's what's going to happen. I
2: mean, it, I think there's always going to be conflict. Yeah, but it depends on what that conflict is because, like, the whole reason why Luke wanted the giant to end because if we stop this, then maybe there will be no darkness to rise up. But the darkness has already risen up. You have to bring something else up. That's why I think Ray's Force awakened in her in the Force Awakens because. As we know, Luke at that time was not active. There's nothing to meet with Snoke, nothing to rise up to fight against Kylo. Ray's a Force user, awoken in, in her in that moment, mm-hmm. and that's the, that's that's going to be the ultimate fight. in nine is the the idea of darkness, Kylo, and the idea of light, Ray. And then what? And our theory is that Ray's going to kill Kylo, or something's going to happen, and then eventually, you know, in episode ten, darkness will rise up again I and we'll assume- continue the trend.
1: Kylo and Ray are gonna kill each other and or die at the same time in nine. That'd be nice, but gonna I be left, and
3: we're doubt. gonna be
1: left with a complete balance. So I've gotten a, a true a true <laughs> balance
0: of the force, but that's not gonna work. I think, what do you mean? It's not because it's not gonna work.
1: I think I think we're at such a, a point. In the universe, in the universe itself, because we look at the uh, the Clone Wars where the Jedi were fucking crazy, and then we look at the Empire. It's such a flux of the Jedi are perfect beings; they can do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they want, and then the downfall, and then the Empire where there's two beings that can really do whatever they want for like thirty years. Yep. And now we're getting to the point where it, it it's kind of leveling out. Where who the Snoke? It doesn't matter. Kyle's the next in line. So now we have kylo and ray so all the bloodlines are gone well this train strong bloodlines luke was like the last of his leia's gotta die now so we're left with these two people that are representing entire sides of the force right yeah two people right I hope they die and it's like a hard reset button on the force where we get back to something where truly the force is a religion and no one knows. But then people start sprouting up. I'm strong. I can I can lift a fucking pair of shoes. I can no. tie my shoes with the force. No. And then it gets in. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. No. It's not going to work. So, <laughs> as excited I got about. Movies like Rogue One and The Last Jedi pushing the boundaries and giving some really unexpected storylines there. I think at the end of the day, they're going to go formulaic. At the end of the day, Rey is going to kill Kylo. The good guys are going to win. Because as far as Star Wars goes, balance is the good guys win. The good guys are on top. That's balance of the force because obviously we're rooting for the good guys. We want the rebels to win, the Jedi to win. Blah blah blah. Yep. Which is another reason why episode three ending the way it does is fucking awesome. But I have I had hope for for them totally flipping the script on that, like I said, with the Jedi actually ending. And even though Rey's force sensitive and maybe Luke trains her, the Jedi are gone. Yoda doesn't bring it back up. Those books are gone. Blah blah blah. So I had hope for that. I think it's gone. I think. Unfortunately, I think Nine's gonna be awesome. Kylo's gonna be a badass. But at the end of the day, they're gonna do exactly what we think they're gonna do. And Ray's gonna kill Kylo. Kylo's gone. Snoke's gone. The First Order's gone. The Rebels win. Good guys. Yay. Hooray. And fucking cliche nonsense like that.
2: Yeah. And even if the whole idea of them both dying at the same time happens, it doesn't change the fact that there's still Force users out there, and one of them will eventually rise up to be a Jedi. Will rise up to be a Sith. Yep. So regardless of if the theory of them both dying at the same time, then what's going to happen is time jump. We're just going to learn, hey, uh, that Force Chooser, that kid with the broom, he's actually a Sith Lord now, and there's another guy out there who's like planets away. He's a, he's a Force user now. He's going to be learning right. the ways of a Jedi. It, it's never going to end.
0: Well, because and as far as like storytelling goes, like the thousand-year gap between Darth Bane and Emperor Palpatine isn't interesting because nothing happens. It's all good guy stuff. It's all Jedi police of the galaxy. The Republic is doing the right thing. The Sith are in the background for a thousand years in a row. So, of course, they're not going to use that as a a model for a movie or something because nothing dramatic happens there. Well... It's just all peace and happiness and good stuff until... Have
2: they, have they confirmed that a thousand years, uh, nothing happened? It's,
0: leg- it's legends. Well, I'm, Bane is not... B- the Bane himself and the rule of two is not legends. All, yes, the, all the details but, are, but like, but yeah. in general, you know what I mean? Bane institutes the rule of two Sith go dark for a thousand years until Palpatine fucks everything over that thousand year gap. Isn't going to be on a film because there's nothing, there's nothing there to like, storytell. It's just happiness.
2: Unless the, unless the story has nothing to do with Jedi, which I'm fine with. I'd, I'd be more than happy with,
0: which I hope Solo gives I would, us.
2: I would love to see an old Republic movie that has featured more than just two Sith and yep. the Jedi. Yep. A big you know, intergalactic war going on. But, I mean, there there are probably things you could tell with the rule of two in between those years. Because it, that doesn't mean that the the two Sith with their army doesn't mean that they're doing anything. It's just they're probably not going to the full scale because palpatine not only was the sith lord in hiding he was the chancellor he he got himself into politics and that's how he completely changed everything because i think he was the first sith that we know of that found a way to interweave into regular society and was able to influence others that had power in hiding
1: himself well mostly mostly because he was human though Yes, because uh, all the other Sith Lords were, Tenebris was like a goddamn squid, and then uh, Plagueis was a uh, banking clan. I can't think of the, the name of
0: the immune D- uh, Dakota's pissed here. We are dealing okay. with what a is- franchise where 30 drunk Danguses can come up with a better story than the director being paid millions. Is this retelling of the same story worth supporting? Dakota, I haven't heard from you in a while. I didn't know you were this pissed about Last Jedi. <laughs> so, wow, that's some that's some that's a dark tweet right there, or not tweet, whatever the fuck <laughs> tweet.
2: Yeah, that, that oh. happens a lot. People, we <laughs> when you talk and you, you start to make sense, like yeah, this is actually a better story than what they're <laughs> actually giving us.
1: But well, and I, I don't want I don't want us to sound like we could make a better Star Wars because I I guarantee you we can't. But um, the, the only the only people that we would make a better Star Wars for is. Us three. Because there was going to be a a million other Star Wars fans that would fucking hate it. Right, of course. So I I truly, just to wrap it all back in, I truly am happy with The Last Jedi. I, I love the fact that they really pushed in a new direction. Yeah. And they pushed the Force, which was my, that's what I took away from the movie. Yes. Is they pushed the Force into new boundaries of what could happen. Like we've seen a Force ghost or two. But now we've got people connected across the galaxy, touching each other, which was awesome. And like, and that shit's popping up left and right, and they force they, they can't really control it. Yeah, they they can't. Yeah, for Skype, <laughs> they can't really control it. Like right now, but I have a feeling that they're gonna start controlling it later on. Um, and and and, and Ryan Johnson, we've already talked about it. He he just cuts their theories in half, physically. Yeah. And literally and filmologically, yep. he fucked Snoke up. Yep. No one thought that was going to happen. And I thought right. when I first saw it, I was like, "No, comma, yes." I was like, "Oh, like how do you get better than that? You're your number one villain in the second movie. It's gone." Right. It turns out he's not the number one
2: villain. It's Kylo.
1: It's exactly,
2: the- and it's who yes. the fucking villain is? Red Herring. It's exactly. Red exactly. exactly. Herring. I mean, oh, because everyone. Yeah, that's the big thing. Like. Like, so, if you look look back on the original tr- trilogy, not the prequels, what did you know about Sidious? People went, oh, he's I a big think- guy. Um, okay, so why are you mad that you didn't learn about Snoke in 7 or 8?
0: That's the only argument that needs to be made. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because,
1: well he, yeah. we didn't even know his name was Sidious, right? Yeah. In the original trilogy. We, we yeah, that was Right.
3: Yeah.
1: And then he
2: people brought the this end. up too, which is funny, is that People like people, people who complain about there was new force abilities in the last Jedi. Well, did you know that when Sidious for the first time used force lightning in, in the movie and you did you complain about that? that yeah. No, cuz it looked cool. But now since there's so much shit now, now that you see something new like, "Wait, wait, wait a minute. This is different. I don't like this." Yeah, we that's to,
0: exa- exactly it. Yeah, I didn't expect it. Now I hate the movie. We need to conduct yep. a clinical study because what I want to see <laughs> I know that sounds crazy as fuck, but I, yes. I literally want to take people that have never seen Star Wars. Take 100 people that have never seen Star Wars in their life. Well, I guess I should say like 99 and p- make 33 of them start with episode one and 33 of them start with episode four and 33 of them start with episode seven. And I'm very curious as to how their reactions will be. Like how do the prequel people that started, how do they compare or how do they react to episode four And five and six compared to what they started with. Because what we've always said with the nostalgia factor and everything is the reason people get so grumpy and pissed about everything is because they started with the originals. Usually as kids, you're never going to top that nostalgia factor. Nothing's ever going to match up. And then it's just 100% bitch fest about anything that comes out, no matter how good it actually is. I mean, how are you going to say like, I hate to bring dollars into it, but a 1.3 billion dollar movie is obviously it's not a bad production. It's not bad. So what the fuck are you talking about? It's a huge, no people no
2: they compared to the Force Awakens. Force Awakens made over 2 billion. You do realize it was the first Star Wars movies in 10 years and they built so, so much nostalgia in those trailers and everyone was freaking out. There's no there's no way the last Jedi wouldn't have beaten the Force Awakens. There's no way. Of course,
1: of course it's impossible. It truly is.
2: Yeah, it's impossible to like how was it supposed to do that? Like the force awakens made 247 million opening weekend domestic the last Jedi they did 220 are you you're saying that's a failure that's the second biggest opening ever domestically yeah. and you're saying the last jedi is a failure that's what well, i let don't me, understand. Let me,
1: just let us let's, let, let's legitimize this like okay let's just say 99% of the people that saw the force awakens loved it yeah only 99% of the people are going to see the last jedi now so you yeah. are, are automatically going to it's not, true, though. it's not true it's not true
0: it's not true that's the thing that drives me nuts is that the people that complain about the shit are still going to go see the next one
2: of course but it's, it's all about repeat viewings that that's what really pushed the force awakens over two billion is because of repeat viewings for so much right and honestly the force awakens competing with other movies the, like the weekends after it dropped was not that much there are so many more movies that came out after the last jedi that was taking money away from it yeah the last the Jumanji, that movie that should have been a failure, but is very successful. That movie kept getting more and more viewers, so it kept take, pulling money. And then more and more movies come out. So people are like, "Oh, the Last Jedi is a failure." But you do look, look at the movies that came out after the Force Awakens, and then the Last Jedi. Last Jedi had way more competition, and it, it was it was never going to beat the Force Awakens. If you thought, oh, it should no. have been more be money,
0: no, it's, it's nothing. Impossible. No, no movie ever will beat Force Awakens unless Star Wars takes a twelve-year break and then comes back. Or Avengers Infinity
1: War, or or they come up with a movie called The Force Dies.
0: I haven't been Ooh. following the Marvel box office stuff as much, so maybe the Force falls asleep.
2: I, I, I don't think it's going to beat two billion, but the Avengers Infinity War might be two hundred
1: million plus. Over see the, the see the so. issue, and, and maybe it's just me because like Star Wars is on another level for me uh, when it comes to just uh, films. Yeah, so I will see. Infinity Wars, obviously, um, but I saw the the Last Jedi three times. Yeah. I will not see Infinity Wars three times. I might, now, I, maybe, maybe, maybe Jane saw is different because I saw. Well, and I want, I want to ask how many times did you see the Last Jedi? I've only seen it once, sadly. And because, because I saw it four, yeah. I saw it three, so I actually saw it one less than uh, the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah I was going to say I saw so, Force Awakens three. Oh, okay, so we actually, okay. Well, I think, oh, I, I do want to see it one more time.
0: <laughs> you saw it an extra time because you um, saw it in 3D that one time.
1: I saw it twice in one night. That's right. how balls deep I was. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, I, I do have to, uh, before we forget, you mentioned an interview with a huge spoiler. Oh, okay.
2: So, before the movie came out, this dropped everywhere. Luckily, I didn't see it until after I saw the movie, but... There was an interview happening the week of The Last Jedi opening. John Boyega was on one of those shows where he's sitting in a room and he's being interviewed broadcast live. And there's somebody in their studio or whatever. And they're asking questions. So this woman just says, like, how, how does it feel to have like Yoda's back? Oh, my fuck. Live on TV. Oh my and John God. Boyega's face was like this. You can't say and that. He's, he, he covered his face. He's like, and then he says her name. What are you doing? That's a major spoiler. And she looked like, she was like, wait, wait what are you, what, what's wrong? And then he just had to calm down. He couldn't say anything because it was live TV. But she's like, like, how does it feel? I mean, Yoda's back. And he completely lost his shit.
0: Yeah, man. He, he, I, he can't say a word. He's going to lose his spot on episode nine.
2: <laughs> it's the fact that she just dropped a huge major spoiler. Yeah. On live TV in an interview. That's and like fucked. he can't oh. say anything. The movie hadn't dropped yet. And they're just like, So so Yoda's back. How do you feel? How is he supposed to feel? You just I, dropped the biggest spoiler in the movie. <laughs> I feel yep. like
1: if, if it was Mark Hamill, he would have had something like I think yeah. Yoda Yoda. Yoda who? Like what
0: who? Are Yeah, Hamill who? would have fucked with him, yep. Yeah. Oh, Yoda. Never heard of him. Never, <laughs> <laughs> never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Chainsaw, I want to know your thoughts. How were you feeling about the whole Reylo thing before the movie? And then how do you feel about it now after you've seen The Last we, Jedi?
1: Can we explain the Reylo thing? In, so in, in I'm,
0: 18, well, Aaron I'm before? confused because the first time I ever heard about Reylo for a very long time, it was Ray and Kylo Ren falling in love. Okay. And then once I started trying to shit talk people about it on Twitter... A lot of people were like, oh, no, it's like they're related or like they're best friends or like they have a forced no, connection. I'm no like, shit. well, make your mind oh. up. So, no, so no. I was, I've been confused is, from day one about this shit. Raylo
2: is the romance. It is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. So bad. So Ray, so you want Ray to hook up with a guy that murders Han Solo in front of her She's She screams out. She's freaking out. She cries in The Last Jedi over that when she sees him. And you want her to hook up with him? No. He's torturing the, her. A co worker said that, like, because she she didn't want to I thought
1: you were going to get into hooking
0: up with a co worker. No, a co worker <laughs> coworker coworker did that to these, me. And I hooked up no. with him. And it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed. Wait, let me explain. You guys, <laughs> go ahead. A co worker.
2: Was talking about this in front of people who hadn't seen the movie, so she's being non-specific. But she said, "So how did you feel when when the two of them were in that elevator?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Well, I, I felt some tension, some sexual tension." I'm like, "No, there was not sexual no. tension in that." Ray saw this vision of when she touches him. Like, I saw the good in him. No, it was Snoke fucking with you, but we'll look with that later. She wants to save him. She doesn't want to go to fuck him. She she's wants naive. to save him. Yeah.
0: She so goes no, to Octo, and the first thing that she says is, we need your help. We need your help with the resistance to defeat the First Order. That's like the first thing yeah. she says to Luke. So that's what's on her mind that whole time.
1: Well, just, just think when, about what you said, though. because right. She's not there to defeat Kylo. She's there to defeat the First Order, which is...
2: And she's there to save Kylo, to tell him, you're going to turn, I saw right. it in you. Right, ba- that's what I was guys- going to say,
0: based on her vision, is that she thinks she saw a vision and she thinks that if she turns Kylo, that that will defeat the first order and save the resistance. And she's thinking about Finn and all these people that are like straggling and trying to fucking escape the first order and everything. So that's her goal is to defeat them and get the resistance back on top. So she sees that vision, which turns out wrong, which forced visions almost always do. People interpret them the wrong way. And she goes and she thinks she's going to turn him, but Kylo's just using her to get to Snoke. Not to get to Snoke, but to fucking kill Snoke. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, so I fuck hate that whole Reylo person. thing, and if there was even a hint of it in that fucking elevator scene, it's gone, because as soon as Snoke's dead, dead, Kylo's yeah. like, let's go. We're gonna rule the fucking galaxy. You don't want that shit? Okay. I'm gonna go kill everybody then.
2: Now maybe Kylo huh? maybe, maybe Kylo said, "Well, maybe if we're gonna rule the galaxy together, maybe that'll be a thing." Because he doesn't have any rules. Maybe, but Ray doesn't want to rule the galaxy. Right. She doesn't want to do that, and so and she knows he's still evil. Because she because yeah. when Snoke's like, "Oh, by the way, uh, everything you and Kylo experienced was all me. I was tricking you both." So she knows that everything she saw and was a lie.
0: Now yeah. I don't necessarily see. Th- I don't think that. I don't think her Force Vision was. Planted by Snoke. Snoke bridged their minds, but if she saw a vision of Kylo, she, I mean, she did see Kylo in the vision kill Snoke, which happens. She just interpreted it the wrong way. He killed Snoke for different reasons than what she thought.
1: Yeah. Well, whoa, when, whoa, 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 I, Did she specifically say kill Snoke or kill your enemy? Kill your enemy. Kill your, kill your enemy. See, yeah. and everyone
0: was thinking it was going to be her. And there's, yeah. So it was misguided. Exactly. Same thing as Anakin and three, thinking that. Padme is gonna die in childbirth. He's gonna save her. Oh wait, you try to save her too hard, and then you accidentally fucking kill her. Good job. You tried to save her too hard by the 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 the, <laughs> the, the throat hugs, the throat hugs that you Force did. Throat, need <laughs> that.
1: Um, I have to. It's straight up question. I want to see Chainsaw's reaction. Should Finn have died?
0: Yes. Thank God. Thank you. dude. Thank you.
1: Oh my see, God. See, that they, was one of the built moments. It up so. Right there, it was perfect and then they man. said crazy ex girlfriend
0: done. They had me, they had Wait, me on the verge they had me on the verge of tears with Finn. It was so beautiful and so perfect. Perfect. Yes. Some order 66 music quotes from John Williams there. The the lighting and the, and like um all the coloration from that fucking laser yeah. cannon thing was perfect. I was I was so ready for it. I was like, this is amazing. Finn, he killed Phasma, he did what he needed to do. His past with the first order is done. He's ready to save the resistance. And then, no wait, Cruella DeVille fucking coming around in this cruiser. Cruella DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna fucking happen. Look,
3: God.
2: look when, when that was happening, because honestly, the way the film ended with Vision, Luke fighting Kylo, that still could have happened, but Finn would have just prevented the the dwarf. Like, it, he would have sacrificed himself. And then Kylo still could have faced off with Luke. He's still gonna have that moment. But Finn should have still died. He, he should have died. We had this journey with and, and it would have been shocking because no one would have expected, like, oh, he's gonna last till nine or he's gonna live past nine. If they would have cut off an eight, it would have been a big shocker. But, oh, yeah. Of course, Rose has to come in, and he doesn't, Finn doesn't care for Rose.
0: Well, he not yet. I think, I think at that moment, I think at that moment he does because people have, I've, I've questioned people on this because I always thought that him and Ray had a, like, a, just an intense Thanks. friendship. Like, we almost yeah. died. I, I, uh, what's the fucking word? I deserted the first order and you helped me escape. Like, we're tight like that. I didn't think they were going to fall yeah. in love or anything. So, well, I don't I th-
2: think that either. I think Ray doesn't want him, but I think Finn yeah. feels that for her, maybe.
0: Maybe. I, I thought See, I th- by I, I the didn't end think of until,
1: it, until the
0: terrible Corel
1: DeVille thing, that this, this girl is into me so much that she would put her life into danger to save me. And maybe there's something more for this character. That's what I'm holding on to. Because, as far as Finn, um, because just think about it. If we play it out, he kills himself, blows up the fucking uh, cannon thing, doorbuster. Yeah,
0: the doorbuster. Miniaturized So Tech. they don't.
1: Get, so they don't get into the fucking base. And look at that. They they more people live. Why the fuck would Rose? crash into She's him a crazy ass bitch fucking all up
2: i guess you could like, say because she lost her sister and she doesn't lose anybody else but finn was finn wasn't like he wasn't being sent out there to die he's like no i'm going to do this i'm going to stop them from getting into that base well that was a and crucial turning finn, point because oh.
0: poe called off the attack and that's the first moment that we see oh poe finally gets it but yeah yeah and that was separate to me from Finn. Like, Poe calls off the attack. Yes, that makes sense. We're losing numbers, blah, blah, blah. And then Finn disobeys on purpose because he feel like feels like it's his time to make his sacrifice and defend the resistance. Well, I, so I, was, I was all it's in on that. Circle. I was all in on it. Yeah, and to,
2: well, re- and to repent for his wrongdoings in the first order. Yeah. I mean, he, he did that in seven, but he feels like I can actually save these people that have accepted me for who I am. Yep. I'm going to do this. And Rose is like, nah, bitch, not today.
0: Ha <laughs> ha. Toyota to Corolla
1: right in your ass. What what you do? He says <laughs> that
0: once he, once he kills Phasma or right before he kills Phasma, you've always been scum. And he says rebel scum. And that's the first time he embraced being part of the resistance. Cause he's been yep. running and running and running. Even when he meets Rose, he's trying to run the fuck away. To save ray but still doesn't want to <laughs> save the resistance uh, okay You're and he's finally some, I like hey rebel scum i'm in this shit for life i'm i'm against the first order i'm with the resistance and he's and then phasma's gone he's ready to give it all and uh, dude i just he found he found his outlet he yeah. found his place yeah he's been running and running
1: and running and running and, yeah. and he finally thought look i can make a difference right fucking here Right Still here, ups, I and tulip never... comes from the right. It through the intersection,
0: and she fucks it all up. Right through that fucking do, red do, light. Right through the school I do, zone. I fuck these kids. I'm getting no, my boyfriend. Sorry,
2: fuck these kid- <laughs> younglings off the. Fight. I do. I do want to point out some, Go ahead. Uh, Dakota said that Rose should have bumped him out of the way and killed herself. I don't think it would have made much more of an impact because, I mean, yeah, her sister. That's a big moment for her. We find out about her sister dying, and that was too, that was the beginning. But I just don't think it would be that much of an impact for us because they introduced her and that she's gone and like just like that quick. Um, and honestly, let's everyone says it, and I agree, her side mission with uh, Finn is the worst part of the movie. It, it just...
1: Oh, yeah. It I
2: was agree. so underdeveloped. And so if she would have sacrificed herself, it would not have mattered that much to me. It would have been cool because she gets him out of the way and sacrifices herself, and she said it's for her sister, and she's trying to fight back. Okay, but it would not have mattered because... People, a lot of people don't like her character.
0: And then we'd have to so. didn't have to put up with her in episode nine. Would have been good for that reason.
2: Well, who's to say she won't be? Like, she might not even be there. At nine. <laughs> no, know. I know,
0: I know. So
1: I, I have, I have a feeling. The way they saved Finn, he's got to do something major in nine. Yeah, and die heroically. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I have to assume that because that was the perfect way out. They built it up, even Ryan as a director and everything. They built it up with the music. The cinematography, the colors—he was—he was looking dead straight into the red, and his face turned red. I mean, it was perfection. And then he just took away. It was it away a beautiful moment, us. man. It was a beautiful moment, and it got it like even though the build-up music was there, it got quiet all of a sudden. You're just like, oh, this is going to be another Lightspeed moment. I was just like, I'm fucking holding on, ready for it. And then they're like, nope. Like, Not oh, today. Oh,
3: my
2: God, he, he ain't going to town on that sucker. Well,
1: prevent <laughs> it.
0: Chainsaw, how do you feel about, so one one complaint that a lot of people have is that for this new trilogy, nobody wrote the story of the overall story of seven through nine. Mm -hmm. JJ made seven. Ryan kind of gets to react to it and give his own twist and expand on a few things, but he doesn't necessarily have to follow suit in a particular way. Yeah. Do you, how do you feel that's affecting the storyline of this new sequel trilogy? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Or are you just kind of indifferent about it, intrigued because it's something kind of different? I can see his beard tingling. I'm excited <laughs> for
1: this answer. It's Ooh. it's both positive and negative. I agree, 100%. The,
2: neg- the negative is that Kathleen Kennedy should have an outline of where these characters start and where they end. Now if now if they have that set up and they confirm in in the storyboard in the meetings they have where these characters begin in 7 where they end in 9 and it, and if they die in 8 it's 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 planned out. Yes. Okay. And then they give the filmmakers the freedom to kind of take the information and kind of map out what they want to do but it doesn't sound like they have it. But then again, Kathleen Kennedy Told Ryan Johnson, I wanna see something, I wanna see Ray use the force in eight. Bob Iger, the president of Disney, also said, I want to see Leia, I wanna see, I want to see her do something with the force besides just sensing something. Okay. The, the, the Kathleen Kennedy, Lucasfilm, and the and obviously the brain trust of the canon agreed to what Ryan Johnson was doing. JJ Abrams, who was working on seven, and he was talking to Ryan when Ryan was writing, writing eight, they, JJ got an idea of what you know Ryan was doing, and he obviously read the script, and he was an executive producer, so it was the work there, and JJ's back for nine. It, it's, it's good for the freedom of the directors and the storytellers to kind of map this out how they want to do it. Yes. But I think they should have an outline of, this is where Ray starts, this is where Ray ends. Yes. This is where Poe, Finn, all of this. And if they don't have that, then... That makes me a little worried, but then again, I liked eight, so I don't think I'm going to dislike nine because JJ was there at the start. Yep, he's going to be there at the end, and I guarantee that he has had meetings with Kathleen Kennedy, the Star Wars canon developers, and then JJ. I mean and Ryan, they all have this thing worked out because I think Colin Trevorrow had nine mapped out. And
0: yeah, I got- agree. I agree with you as far as I really think that JJ and Lawrence Kasdan, and Kathleen, and maybe even yes. Ryan if he was there that early, should have taken a look at at least Ray, Finn, Poe, and Kylo and given yes. them a, a beginning, middle, and end. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so I want to I ask because that, that's ask a good it. thought. It's a good so, thought. I thought so, good about it.
1: As we look at like the original trilogy, it's based off Luke, Yeah. period. Just .com like this is based on Ray. Slash. Yep. That's that's all you get. Yep. Now we're looking at uh, the sequel trilogy, and we have like we are still way up in the air with Kylo. They're still way up in the air with with Ray. And I know Finn, Poe, and all the rest of the uh, Jagoons are like important to the story, but well, Ray is Luke. You... Yes. I. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't think so. I mean, well, she's not exactly Ray, Ray Luke. Is I'm Luke, just saying... Ray's the,
2: the, Ray, Ray the Luke of the trilogy. Yes. Kylo's... The Ray is the cluster.
0: hero of the trilogy. I don't think she's the Luke of the trilogy. Well, that's... I'm trying to say in a storyline point. Like, Luke was the hero of one, uh, 4, 5, and 6. Rey is the hero of 789. Okay. But, but, like, even... So the weird thing is, Vader wasn't the
1: enemy of 4, 5, and 6. Vader was, like, the enemy of 4, 5... Yes, and then all of a sudden six, it was the emperor. It was no six was kind of mixed because yeah.
2: Vader was still a villain, but then he was talking to his son, trying to turn him because Luke because Vader wanted to get Palpatine out, he wanted Sidious out. Like he's- I never <laughs> thought that when I first
1: saw six though. Like, like, I know there, there's other stuff around it. He even God, says God,
2: we we can we can overthrow Sidious. We can overthrow the Emperor.
1: Yeah, yep. but I never thought he he truly thought it.
0: I don't know. Maybe that was my own thought. But
1: maybe that's his tactics for trying to turn Luke,
2: and, and
0: on that point, I, I kind of think, I felt like eight was five and six combined. Like, it almost feels, half of me feels like eight is the end of a trilogy instead of the middle in certain points because they did so much a lot in
2: that movie. Yeah. They did a lot of, sh- but I think that, I think it makes the most sense because if you, is, they could have easily done. Okay. Here's how four or five and six. What, so we're going to do seven, eight, nine, the same exact path that four five and six did. But they said, no, let's, let's, let's not hold off our emperor until the, the third film. Right. Let's do him. the first is a right. hologram. You see him in the second. He's dead in the second. And then in nine, it's all about Kylo, the apprentice. Right. Because Vader was control. the apprentice, yeah, and but they flipped it because Vader was just a mask. Yep, you didn't see the backstory until six. So, we really got to dive into him. So uh, that's Ky- why. I- go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So, 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 Ky- so Kylo ahead. being a whiny bitch is just him conflicted. Being human. It's human. He's human. Yeah. And he's so a human when, being. And so now, yeah, because in seven he was like, I'm not Ben. I'm Kylo Ren. He's creating a persona. Yeah. In 8, he says, it's even in the trailers and in, in the movie, he's like, let the past die. I don't think he, he doesn't want to be Darth Vader anymore. I think he's done with that. I think he wants to be Kylo Ren without the mask. He just wants to be himself. And he now he's the new um,
1: Supreme Leader. I think. I think there was a realization that, one, maybe he couldn't become... Vader because he has to be himself. And by being himself means you don't need the fucking mask, even though it was Snoke to uh, initiate that conversation and, and that realization. I think Kylo finally figured out, listen, I learned a dark side from this dude who I just fucked up. I need to find out more about myself like outside of that dude, because I feel like Snoke might might have been controlling Kylo to an extent that we don't even understand, because we see him only defy him in eight. Yeah, so he walks up. Oh, I've been controlling your fucking minds, by the way. Oh yeah, Kylo, cut you in half. I'm like,
0: well, Snoke. Well, yeah, how he much says. Was, how much I've, was he? I can see his every intent.
1: That's so false. Clearly, no, not clear Yeah, clearly, well, he, he
2: should have looked over and both. saw the, the saber turning. Slowly, but it was that, almost this is the, it
0: thing. Almost it's the both. opposite. It's both because Snoke could have been in Kylo's brain reading his every intent since he was 10 years old. And maybe Whoa, he was. I just thought and something. that's absolutely I just, possible because Snoke is way older, obviously, way more experienced. He got completely hang on a second. Good. It's probably true. And it's definitely possible that it's been happening for that long. But what happens is Kylo gets used to that. He knows what it feels like, he knows that Snoke's in his head. And when he gets to a certain point where he's strong enough to resist it or he's strong enough to change something or he sees Ray as an opportunity to bring in a distraction to give him an edge and get Snoke out of the picture. like he, He's been doing that his whole life or half his life. Snoke's been in his head and he finds a way to get around it. And that's where I think Kylo's power comes in is here in eight when he actually confuses the fuck out of Snoke and then cuts him in half. I think there is a great misdirection
1: certain point of view stop quoting
0: BTBM albums please so,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah baby uh, so when we look at Snoke being cut in half who catches the lightsaber Ray Ray if Snoke was truly in Kylo's head who could have potentially killed Snoke Ray who the fuck does Kylo blame Snoke's death on? Ray, am I getting somewhere? I feel like no, now you're been, getting
0: into Snoke is still alive fucking theory territory.
2: No, he's saying Ray killed Kylo, right? No, 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 Ray, Ray, killed, Ray killed, killed Snoke, Snoke. yeah. That's sorry. I okay, because see, we don't really see who is turning the saber because we, we we can't tell.
1: Well, you see, like, no, a, you a tw- see Kylo's hand, Fan. twitch of, of, of Kylo. But I, I really truly think that was. Absolutely Uh-oh. not. That could have been off putting. So, so the misdirection not. is that Ray
2: nope. killed Snoke. Nope.
1: And, <laughs> absolutely well, not. But Kylo. That's the theory.
2: I, I honestly think, no, I honestly believe that Kylo did it. But he that's, did. That's, I, that's, hope I think Kylo, it's a good theory. He 100% I hope did.
0: did Ray was it incapacitated that whole time. She was fucking stuck in the air in a goddamn trap by Snoke's head. And then spun around and hit the side of the head with a fucking lightsaber. And then she was standing there like she couldn't move. She was fucking frozen until the lightsaber came back, cut Snoke whoa, in half. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she could no, grab no, it no, because no. She, was she was fucking unlocked. Knees.
1: She was on her knees in front of Kylo. She was, and he was living it up to Kylo. She
0: was on her knees in the air. Snoke was lifting her in the air that whole time.
1: But he was focused on Kylo. He yes, was. But, but I'm, what
0: I'm saying is that Ray was still like Rey in could, lockdown could, from Snoke's mind. Like he had her in position, waiting for Kylo to execute. I'm tossing bullshit in here, because I like it, because it makes sense. No, dude. Snoke had had Ray in his grasp for that entire sequence.
1: Yep. No, he he made her look just straight up like a fucking...
0: No, but what I'm saying is literally he forced her down onto her knees, floating, and pushed her in front of Kylo, ready for the execution. Like, she didn't... She wasn't sitting on the ground on her knees. She was literally floating in that position because Snoke was moving her around that entire throne in that entire time. Just
1: just think if Kylo cut Snoke in half and also ignited his lightsaber. He would just have been uh, the leader of everything. That would have been fucking
0: sweet. But he <laughs> may not have been able to kill all those guards by himself.
1: You never know. That's fair. Well, no, that's... No, he wouldn't have. That's very, and I, I actually really like that because it legitimizes those useless guards that stand around like the emperor or, or Snoke for this instance. And they finally and all of a do you something. see them in action. You're like, yeah. oh shit, these guys are actually fucking badass. Yeah, I'm ready for this?
0: Sh-. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, dude. dude Kylo they, they was pushed a this movie into so many directions. I love it. Yep. And they just like what what you know about Star Wars. Hold on to something, because you, you don't know anything. Which Let's I learn with, more.
0: Which I fucking love, man. Some people aren't on board with that, but I loved it.
1: We got a lot of people in the uh, chat room yelling it up. People are, people are kind of pissed here. Yeah, the movie makes a point to say that you don't literally have to have your hand out to use the force. Uh,
0: not really, uh, I mean, because yeah. you can see Kylo's hand the entire time turning, and then he yanks it back. So oh, I mean, Ray,
1: or I'm sorry, uh, Leia kind of just cocoons herself, and yeah, I,
0: yeah. I think there is there, there are aspects. She to moves that. her hand though. Yeah, the hand pulses. well Do you think I you're mean, in zero
1: Luke, Luke's g? Tripping on, Luke's tripping on uh, acid, and he sees Yoda yeah. what, <laughs> strike a tree. Yeah, well, Yoda just closes his
2: eyes and strikes a tree with lightning.
0: True. No, awesome. he he moves his little he moves his finger.
2: But I think I think the theory is is a good theory, but I think. Because uh, I also saw someone else in the chat say how um, Kylo took advantage of Snoke's concentration on Ray. Because I think the whole point of like, Snoke oh, okay. was like telling Ray, you know, he's going to kill you. I know everything about him, all this kind of stuff. And then yeah. that's Kylo's way of manipulating. Because Snoke was so into his speech. He's like, I right. fucking love hearing myself right. talk. He turned the saber and then boom. <laughs> and then Ray catches him because I think Ray sees it coming towards her. So she grabs it. Well, she's on the
1: ground because she gets yeah. dropped.
2: Yeah, but she grabs it. She sees it coming, so she grabs it. Look, and she looks up at him, going, "What the fuck is going on here?" Because she she might have thought, "Am I going to have to fight this guy now?" Because right. she didn't know what's going on. Right, right. And then See,
1: that's when they, you know, it could be it, it could could be perception though, because they, they both looked at each other like, "What was that?" No, 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 no. She no. She knew it. That. She
0: knew it because if you that was her vision. Why would she catch? That would was she her vision that? of what they talked in the in the fucking elevator though. She saw Kylo True kill his true enemy, oh and that's exactly God.
1: what happened. She heard some fucking Barry White in the elevator, <laughs> and she
0: just assumed, she was going like, no, to exactly catch her fucking happened. lightsaber? Come on, you fuck. She has the force. Of course, Like she knows when the lightsaber's floating towards her, she can use her fucking her hand light- and grab it. And it's her it. lightsaber. And it's but her, li- well, that it's is her, her lightsaber.
1: But, but so she's using it, so it's hers.
0: That's the lightsaber he wanted. Why <laughs> would he let her catch it? Well, he doesn't. By the hey, end, so he just it. needs some. Like, he needs oh, some fucking my help. God. Listen, he needs help killing Snoke, and then he needs some help with the guards. And once that's over, you're gonna join up, okay? Fuck around, and he tries Look, to get I, the lightsaber I back from her. I thought
2: that killing, killing Snoke would entice Frey to maybe be on his side because it, she well, was it there did for, for a second. Him. Yeah, she she was there for him. She's like, well, if I kill Snoke, then maybe she'll stick around, and we can rule the galaxy together.
1: But that's not what happened, obviously. So, so let's and move the into back to that the, uh the struggle against the lightsaber where they're they're pulling and pulling and pulling, yeah, and nothing ain't happening. So I think that says a lot because you, you look at them, and even though they're from extreme different backgrounds, Kylo from being a trained bloodline psychopath and Ray being a dusty, untrained scavenger, but they have equal Pull on the force almost because we see that when they're, when they, it's almost like equal right to the lightsaber, like one's bloodline. And the force is like the overall judgment like you have bloodline, you're stronger and dark side, but Ray, you are true and natural to the light, and it just stays dead center. And you're like, oh my God,
0: which is what Go I'm ahead. kind of confused about at points because. Chainsaw, you talk hey, for a second. Let me think about this.
2: Well, yeah. I I think that he has a good point that it, it kind of it's stagnant in the middle and it then ultimately rips apart. But someone made a point that Kylo didn't see what happened to the lightsaber because he was knocked out. Yeah. So he doesn't know what happened, but Ray knows what happened.
0: Right. She, yeah, she took I,
2: it. yeah, but I just think with that pull, I mean, because people are saying, well, I think Kylo was lying to Ray about her parents. Like, no, Ray started the conversation about who her parents were. And then Kylo added like Kylo knew, which is kind of weird, which I yeah, think I, that's four nine. Why but would Rey, you know? but Ray started it saying my parents were nothing? But I that doesn't mean that Ray isn't important. It just means that her parents are pieces of trash. It doesn't yeah. mean she's not
0: I, I'm still uh, I still have faith that Kylo could be fucking with her because exactly the way that Ray 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 saw the vision that Kylo killed Snoke. And to her, yeah. that meant that she killed Snoke, ended the first order, and joined the resistance. Obviously, that didn't happen. So Kylo could have seen a vision of Ray's parents, but maybe it wasn't her parents. Maybe it was her adopted parents, and that wasn't actually her birth parents. Like it could be the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, he got so the vision bro, wrong. I, like he totally fucked it up.
2: Motherfucker. I didn't think about that. Yeah, the exactly. People that gave her away were not her real parents. God fucking damn it. Bro, so no, no, no force vision
0: start, in Star Wars history has ever yeah. been verbatim. No, They've all so you're been sent.
1: Uh, <laughs> so all in the end, Kylo yes. saw, uh, saw a pen. vision of Ray's giver awayers.
0: He could have saw a vision of some people fucking playing tic tac toe with some little girl. Tuscan Raiders. It, uh, you have no fucking idea. Uh, 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 you just
2: exploded my brain. Uh, I didn't even think about. I didn't think about that. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, I didn't think about her having adopted parents.
0: Fucking shit! Yeah, maybe Luke drops her off when she's like one, and she has no memory at oh, all.
2: and Luke actually had a kid, and no one knew because he gave her away. Oh, fucking! Christ. Whoa, 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 whoa! So, so whoa, whoa! Let me, let me hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically.
1: I know, no, I know, but let me, let me build on uh, Commander's theory here. So, you can't even if she was if she was dropped off by even like just a blonde Let's just call it Luke.
3: I'm you.
1: At, at her mind, she would have no fucking clue. So they, she could have been passed around on um, Jack who, and she would have like assigned someone mentally her parents. And that's what Kyla was tapping into is her mind. Right. And she doesn't even know. But when he says, you do know, she's just recalling these people, these pieces of shit that sold her last.
0: Yeah, but so, you don't yeah, have a fucking I, I, no, memory I, I'm from I'm when you're that. zero, one, or two years old. Well, even
1: if it was four or five, like you don't know where you actually came from, right? Think about actually, actually adopted people, right? You know, they don't know until you tell them. Yeah, so, exactly. If they
2: reveal, an, uh, so here's the question at hand, and this is obviously one out of a million possibilities. If they reveal that Ray is Luke's daughter in nine, they reveal that the people that she would, that she got sold from or piece of shit, he dropped her off when she was born. He didn't know he wanted to hire her right from her true, but I don't know, whatever. If they reveal that, is that going to change your perspective on her or is it going to make it even ask more questions?
0: Nah, I don't know, man. I, I, I've always thought that she was Luke's daughter. And now that we've seen Luke's conflict with Ben, which turned him away and, crushed the Jedi Temple and all that stuff. I was thinking maybe, maybe Luke had a had a kid at that time when that happened. The Jedi Temple got destroyed. He freaked out. He's going into hiding. Take this girl to who Get her to safety, away from the Jedi, so she has no idea what happened. That was my original thought. Yes, that's where I think that could go. Um, there, there is. Wasn't a-
2: he in exile for only six years? I don't know after the I, I don't know the exact numbers I think, or anything. I think it was I think they said he's been in exile for six years after the events of Kylo. I, maybe there's more to that, but maybe it's just because how long did he have the Jedi Order up? We don't know. And I know he that could, she's younger than Kylo. Yeah. So, they, but they could have easily had it set up to where before he created the Jedi, he maybe he was still he was still training in the Jedi way, but he had a kid and yeah. he had to get rid of her yeah. because he didn't want her to possibly deal with any danger in the future. Exactly. He drops her off. He doesn't know where she is. He hopes and prays she's not a Force user. And then he probably can't even tell because he's been apart from her for over, or are assuming 20 plus
0: years. Well, not so, even that. He purposely cut himself off from the Force. Yeah. But, after but a little even, bit.
2: But even before that, I don't think he would even know because if he drops her off as soon as she's born, she's she's gone. And he places her with some family on Jakku or whatever. He probably right. can't even connector sensor anymore because maybe because the force didn't awaken in her in her until seven so maybe there's no way he could have known
0: well it was there but it, yeah it didn't awaken until seven but,
2: but it awakened like, she, like but she was acting like what, what the hell is this so
0: well she but was, she also says in eight like this thing has always been here but i don't know what the fuck is happening
2: yeah because I, I don't think it really showed itself or actually showed that it could do something for her and so. Sure. That moment in seven. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. So I think there's no way Luke could have sensed because obviously Leia since Han's death because Leia's known Han for all these years, right? If Luke gave her away as soon as she was born, I don't think there's a way he could have sensed that that was his kid. If she walks up and here's a lightsaber, He'd maybe be like who the fuck is who? Who the? Because maybe he thinks she's dead. He doesn't know.
1: So in the uh, in the comments here, we have Dakota saying, orphan Annie, orphan Ray. Yeah, it just just makes so much sense when you just sit here.
0: Let me be clear: the fact that Ray did literally, literally come from nobody, (laughs) and was also an orphan, nobody, poor slave from a desert planet, blah blah blah. I love the parallels. I love the parallels to Anakin. I'm not going to deny that the fact that Ryan didn't make Ray, Luke's daughter, or somebody important, or a, a solo, or whatever. I do like that. I'm not mad about it. I'm just conjecturing that she could still possibly be an important person in the bloodline—a solo or a Skywalker, or both. Kylo's brother or Kylo's sister? Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm so, about- do, so do we think there's any
1: memory play here? Like, I, uh, like? Jason, are you? If she? Okay.
2: If she was given away, if there's memory play, then. I think that'd be set up where she was younger like she wasn't a baby because if she's a baby she doesn't know what the hell's going on. But if she's like a teenager and they did the memory swipe, I think they would they could I think if it was Leia's daughter or Luke's daughter, they would sense who she is. And they never and they never hinted, but but at that. but but Luke gave up the the force. Yes, but he when he when he tapped back into it uh. when he was tapping back into it, I think he would have sensed. That. I think he no because see when she was tapping into the force and he was there with her and did a little oh, that's the force the little branch thing. Oh and yeah, he, and he saw. I think he would know at that point because he sensed the force in her. He senses that that means he's tapping into the force. He senses her powers at that point. I think he would know if there was a whole mind thing. But then again, if there's no mind thing, that I don't think they. I don't. I don't think see, they would
1: know. I think there might be a, 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 a discrepancy in when Luke actually accepts the Force back in, because he he is non Force sensitive at the point of her return. Well, her return, her uh, landing and uh, talking to him, because she says, "I don't sense it anything anything in you." Well, either we're looking at a Luke that has like mastered the Force and can and cloud it in some way. No. Or that he actually truly gave it up he in didn't. a Kyle Katarn way where
0: he cannot use it. And I feel like so but he got it back. Po- he got it back all of a sudden when he saw Ray and Kylo when? touching hands. Yep, he sure did. Like he didn't really I thought it was when I thought it was when uh Ray was attacking him. It was but before that Kylo and Ray were touching yeah. hands in that hut. And Luke walks and in, sees what's happening, and just instinctively blows everything to smithereens. And like, that's when he gets it back at that moment. So
1: I would ar- arguably just say it had to have happened before that.
0: Maybe, or he didn't.
1: Like, how did he just all of a sudden? Oh, 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 oh shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a, a fourth phone call
0: going on no, over here. There is, there is something before that. <sighs> Fuck, I can't remember. I need to go see it again. Also,
1: her, I think her there is something before force... that.
0: Like, he goes. Like maybe that's when he goes into the Falcon. No, 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 no. I don't know. Keep talking. There's something yeah, before no, no, that you're, I'm thinking
1: of. No, I, I, even though I've seen it three times, there's, there's like time conflicts within myself. Like I don't know when he actually boards the Falcon. Oh, oh,
0: oh! It, he's sitting on his little rock thing on the top of the island. He reaches out okay. and he notices that Leia is in that coma. Um, on the whoa, ship.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! But why is he reaching out? He, he's not.
0: Because that's it after happened
1: he, before
0: that. Then I don't know. There, there's there's a line that Ray says or something like that, and he changes his spark, mind and tries spark, to spark. he sparks the, spark the spark that sparked the force back into spark. And he he reached <laughs> out and he thought about something, and then he I, he reached out and I remember he sees that Leia's in a coma, and Leia responds to him, and that's when he decides to change his mind, and then he's going down to find Ray. Ray's touching hands with her boyfriend. And he gets pissed <laughs> and <laughs> well, crushes the no, hut, no, no, no. and then it's all back, and then no. it, it
1: just floods I th- back. I think that's, I think that's perfect because Ray lands and is just pushing and pushing and pushing Luke, and all of a sudden he sits up on his fucking force rock, whatever it is, and he actually tries. Well, he, he has the R two R two D
0: two scene before that, and then
1: yeah, he, and he actually out. sits there and tries and accepts it back in, and the yep. first thing he feels is his sister's in trouble, and he right. reaches out, right and i i feel like maybe that might be well to spark it off spark his <laughs> his initial force power again because he's just like look i can make a difference i can do good yeah maybe my time is limited but i feel like he he had a premonition well not a force premonition but like a an idea of i can help this girl i can help my sister and i can help the resistance in this
0: way cuz as soon as he he felt out I, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> Nicole Serrano <laughs> says it's all about the midichlorians. Oh god.
1: <laughs> I low key am fine with the midichlorians. Stop with it. I
0: love the midichlorians. I'm not mad about it. Come at me. It
1: well, I I think it was like almost a uh, a false uh measurement of the living force. Yeah. I feel like the the Jedi thought, "All right, you're really strong. You have these living beings that are live uh, that are working with you. We're we're going to measure your force powers off that, but what does that actually actually measure? You're just talking about the fucking bacteria that are living in your yeah, gut. Yeah,
2: because that's how they that's how explain it four, five, and six. There's no such thing as midi because back then the Jedi probably thought, well, we have to figure out a way to explain force users. So midi and so, yeah. I mean, it's a, but then the term dies out when all the Jedi are wiped out.
1: I think so, it was a falsified like measurement. Like yeah. They, but like, it it was somewhat accurate but it wasn't the the, the core of the force yeah. it, could it, could their, it could even be a real measurement
0: but it still died, just died it's out that, over time
2: yeah it's, exactly. it's it's their explanation to padawans okay so, so 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 you have midichlorians that's what that's what you're able to do stuff with the force and then, obviously, when they died out, that's why it's never used in the original trilogy. And like, but that, but that doesn't mean this is what the force is. That's just their way to explain it. Because people are like, "Well, I don't know how you're able to like pull something off a wall." Midichlorians. Oh, what What's that? Living beings? Like I'm, it's a whole.
0: It's I'm like totally okay, okay with it. It's I'm a bunch a- of
1: bacteria on your genitals. I am totally because- <laughs> okay with it. Because- <laughs>
0: Because old Ben, old Ben says it's a life force that's on everybody's fucking bacteria ball sacks, midichlorians, (laughs) DNA, whatever the fuck he says. It's on, it's in everything. It's in every single thing. It's in the computer, then it's in the table. It's in you, in the droids. it's in my balls right now. It's in my balls right now.
2: (laughs) Balls right now, Luke, right now. But literally,
0: like he says, it's in everything. Like there's molecules in everything. No matter what type of material it is so it makes sense to me that yeah it's midichlorians that's kind of a scientific thing of course the original jedi order would be speaking in terms of like scientific measurements just like they is midichlor- they do the question
2: are midichlorians explained in the books or is it something they just made up that's the question
0: uh i think the first time it showed up was in episode one if it's talked about yeah, in well, books I'm after that i'm not i don't know books-
2: and the ancient books that Ray have, if she, if she references, if she reads and just reads midichlorians Ooh, in the books... That'd be
1: interesting. I think, yeah, but then they could, they could... They won't. They would never. Yes,
0: but if they did, which they, they would they, they need if, to. They need to. They need to take a risk. If they could really take a risk, fuck this whole yeah. titling the movie The Last Jedi and fuck Rogue One killing all the rebels. If they really want to take a risk, they can write a book that ties into canon and make fucking <laughs> midichlorians... Right in that book, canon. That's a risk right there.
2: Or, or, or they could easily just have to where when Ray reads it, it's in the books. It's it's a way to explain the force to people like that.
0: Listen, listen. Well, whoa, it could, they be could be a literal thing. Is what I'm saying. That's I'm not mad about that. Yeah.
1: No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let's, let's let let's. So it could be a literal thing, or even if they if she did read it in the old Jedi books. That does not make it a literal thing. That could still just be ancient measurement in old ancient tech fucking books. It could be in the books. Uh-huh. It, exactly. It, she's reading Harry Potter books and she's in the in fucking Star Wars universe. It ain't going to help her much, but it's going to be entertaining. Um, so we have uh, D Smith in the comment section. She says, I'm sorry, Mopar. I hear they have medicine for that coming out soon for the itch of the
0: scritch. <laughs> You better stop itching the scritch, goddammit. it! I'm trying to tell you. Oh shit, that's the uh, Earth term for midi chlorians. in the midi chlorians, Midichlorian, baby.
1: Midi <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I have a. I think it fits so well that Obi Wan may have had just a a skewed view of the Force because of his Jedi training. Um,
0: yeah. I don't. I don't see the problem. Episode four in 1977. It's an energy smi, ener, Energy shield. It's an energy shield. That, it is me. Energy, energy shield. Jesus Christ. I've been thinking about me and coat are way too much. It's an energy <laughs> field that you know is in all living things. And then episode one. I mean, it. He's pretty much saying the same thing, but he gives it a name. Midichlorians, well, Maybe they're all. Maybe they're prefer, in ev- they're everyone. Cells ever. And some yeah, maybe people Obi-Wan have. A, I forgot the name. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he did. He was drunk as fuck for like 20 years.
2: <laughs> he was just chilling, drinking away. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know? It's like mid Some people have a lot, some people don't have any, and they can't use a force. Sucks for them. Problem solved. Yeah. There you go. I'm not mad about it, man. Travis Dunn says, I wish Mace was still alive. Um, I don't. I wish. Samuel
2: L. Jackson wants to be alive. Yeah. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. so that, that
1: kind of links man. in. So let's get let's actually get into our uh, list of things here. So Liam Neeson is open to returning as Qui Gon for the Kenobi film, which is also the Kenobi films not confirmed yet.
2: <laughs> no, but they're working on it, and you know they're going to announce. It. Yeah, they have it's to. Pretty they much have confirmed. To. Um, yeah.
1: but what uh, what thoughts do you have immediately? He could come back at the
0: corner. Well, I feel well, like the yeah. first thought is the only thing that they can really do is that time between episode three and four. So yep. I have to imagine on this hiatus, on Tatooine, at the Cantina, doing nothing for 19 years. Just having a drunken premonition of my he's old man. Having a goddamn <laughs> bender for 19 years long. I don't understand. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to throw in there to make that like a story. But I feel like if he has that time and it's kind of in solitude, most of it, and he's just looking over Luke, he needs some reflection back with Yoda or with Qui-Gon. Because I feel like a lot of times in the prequels when Jedi are getting their training, it's with their master on missions. And they're doing something, they're going to settle a dispute or they're going to attack Count Dooku or whatever the fuck it is. And they get that experience that way. So if if Obi-Wan is just sitting on Tatooine for 19 years, like he's gonna get rusty. And for him to like defeat Darth Maul like he does in Rebels, and for him to eventually find Luke, get him off of Tatooine, approach Vader on the Death Star, like he can't just go completely dark forever. He needs to do some things. And yes, part I of that, I, I think, is yeah. is some training with Qui Gon Jin for sure.
2: I think, that, I think there's a story where he... You could easily set this up. You could easily say, okay, before the, uh, the Rebels, where he fights off with Darth Maul and all that stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. He
2: hears to the Force, Qui-Gon, kind of like where Yoda does in the Clone Wars series. And maybe he goes to Dagobah. Maybe he runs into Yoda. Who knows? Yeah. And that's where he talks to Qui-Gon. And maybe there's a thing where he has to go up and maybe Yoda sends him somewhere. Maybe something's going on and he needs Obi-Wan to do this in order to maybe there's something that's gonna be happening. Maybe the Empire is coming to Tatooine and Obi-Wan has to try to prevent that because if they discover Luke, the, the missions failed. So maybe there's a way you could tie that in.
1: Yeah. I, I have a feeling they're gonna they, they will do if they do something, they will do something like that where they they might pull Obi-Wan off of Tatooine, but he yeah. knows his purpose and knows that if he's not there shit will go awry. So I feel like there might be something that pulls him off Tatooine, but he is so persistent that he... uh, Fucking, like, let's get rid of it and get it done and get back because, like, in Rebels, which is canon now, fucking Darth Maul will show up. I cut him in half 50 years ago and he's showing up on my fucking... They would would have to heavily show
2: that in the movie that he does not want to leave Luke. And then maybe he, maybe, like I so said, Qui-Gon reaches out and says Yoda needs you on Dagobah. Maybe even Yoda reaches out to the Force. Because Yoda reaches out to the Force of Rebels. So what if he does that, too, mm-hmm. and tells Obi-Wan, it's okay. I need you now. And But you have to show that conflict with Obi-Wan. He does, he, you can't just him, okay, okay, I'm out, bye. No, he's like, no, I have a mission. This is my thing. And then Yoda says, no, I have to pull you away for now.
0: Well, thinking yeah. also, I mean, Yoda's the one that told him, hey, Qui-Gon figured this shit out. Go meditate and learn from him and take Luke and go into hiding. I'm going to Dagobah. So, so like, he, Yoda so, kind of so set up too. Yeah, Yoda kinda set up the plan to go into hiding for a little bit until Luke kinda came of age. So it's totally believable that they would be, you know, conversing through the force this entire time, planning, how's Luke doing? Blah blah blah. What'd you eat for dinner tonight? Favorite beer, etc.
2: Yeah. They could easily make it to where Luke is like they can easily set it to where Luke is so young. There's no way he could be in potential threat because he's like a little like he's a baby or like, right. like maybe it's like two or three years later after right. the events of Revenge of the Sith or mm-hmm. whatever they want to do to where because in Rebels they you see the little Luke but he's obviously still a kid and he's what running across in that distance. You can easily say a couple years before Darth Maul shows up, Obi Wan goes to Dagobah and runs into Yoda, talks to Qui Gon. The empire's yeah. coming. You can do something like that.
0: It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be tough, man. It's gonna be tough Trevor, to squeeze something in.
1: Travis Donald says that he can't see a story uh, of that area that wouldn't make him on the radar of Vader.
0: That's what I was. Uh, that's what I was thinking of. Like it's gonna be tough to squeeze something in where he can't use the force without alerting the presence of the emperor. You know what I mean?
2: Unless uh, unless, I, unless Vader unless they explain in the movie Vader is. Far away somewhere. I'm sure, yeah. I just yeah.
1: I just think Vader might assume after like five, six years of nothing from Obi-Wan, like abs you can't feel him in the force. You're gonna mm. stop looking. You're gonna stop looking at some point. Like I know tough it's Vader one, man. That's and he's a tough all one. powerful.
0: But no, I, I, I really think he's no he tied in. No way. You really Vader's gonna I be think- in the Kenobi film, I f I, I feel yeah Kenobi left oh, him th- on the lava like, pit with no arms and legs and then he left. Vader was the like, one that was decapitated. Obi-Wan whoa. was in full health and walked away. Of course, yep. Vader thinks that that guy's still alive. I know I know I thought it was like
1: Disney Canon that the last time we ever see Vader was the end of Rogue one
0: no I can't, well I can't, it doesn't matter if it's Canon or not that's five seconds before episode four. I can already tell you, Vader is probably going to be in the Obi-Wan movie. Not
2: saying he's going to him and Obi Wan are going to face off, of course. But I'm saying you're going to see Vader in the film. Maybe they're going to have him as a cameo, but I think they'll have him in the movie.
0: Um, Who's going to voice him? James Earl Jones. Yeah, be I mean, just as bad as Rogue One, but it'll happen. I mean, you got to think maybe Obi Wan is sensing this threat from the Empire. Obviously, he knows the yeah. Empire is bad. Maybe he can sense that it's getting worse and worse and worse gradually and he's waiting for Luke and then finally, I don't know, maybe he can feel the Scarif battle just the way he felt Alderaan blow up. Maybe he knows he can sense something that's about to happen and then finally R2 and 3 Bo show up on his planet. He's too drunk and he can't remember the R2. Maybe a
2: Star Destroyer shows up on Tatooine and that kind of pulls Obi-Wan out from hiding. I I kind of stop him because if they start searching... They're going to find this kid and you, you
0: don't know that they could kill Luke. You don't they have, know. They have a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So many options. They have a lot of Commander, options.
0: Commander, do you have the uh, show notes pulled up? Um. Yeah, I wanted to end on the um, synopsis and the synopsis for Solo. Yep. All right.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. So we'll
0: do that. All right. So I'm going to read off the synopsis from StarWars.com, which is basically <laughs> the translation is. A Han Solo movie is happening. Uh, so the official <laughs> it's synopsis. It's <actually> still happening. <laughs> it is still here. It's, it's going on. So the official synopsis for Solo is board the Millennium Falcon and journey to a galaxy far, far away and solo a Star Wars story. An all new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy. Okay, all stuff that we know. Yep. Through a series of daring escapades deep within a dark and dangerous criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca And encounters the notorious gambler, Lando Calrissian, in a journey that will set the course of one of the Star Wars sagas' most unlikely heroes. So, it's nice that they gave us some info, but again, it's just like all the shit that we knew. Of course, he's going to meet Chewie. Of course, he's going to meet Lando. He's going to get the Falcon. And that's pretty much what the movie's going to be.
1: All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So There's a a lot there. There's a lot there.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Uh,
1: Dissect it for me. All right, so through a series of daring escapades, like we always knew that uh, Han Solo was a jackass, bunch of pornos.
3: So,
1: <laughs> well, you <well, laughs> got dangerously criminal. Um, he meets his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca. I am actually truly interested in how he and.
0: I'm very canonized. excited for that. Yeah,
1: how we canonize meet Chewbacca because yep. there's there's a lot of um,
0: other stories.
1: About As we've that. talked about so, the
0: legend stories that Han Solo's on the Empire has to enslave Chewbacca with all the Wookiees and decides to rebel and save him and blah blah blah. So right, hopefully something along those lines happens. But
1: encounters the notorious gambler Lando. That makes me think that he's like Jabba the Hutt.
0: He's just known for playing craps.
1: Hey, listen, I lose a lot. Wado's dice. a bitch, but uh, Lando is just
0: rolling the dice all the
1: I, time. He's known for rolling the dice. I just think when they do Notorious Gambler, I feel like it's something between Wado and Jabba. <laughs> Wado. <laughs>
0: Wado. If only
1: yeah I mean n- no joke this says absolutely nothing
0: I know <laughs> I that's right, what I was saying like this. the synopsis was like he gets the Falcon he meets Chewie he meets Lando alright well uh, that's kind of what we the only, the we only knew. like
1: questionable like it, they say escapades and you're like well they could go for a hike <laughs> or <laughs> it'd be really interesting if like Boba Fett or Jabba showed up I guarantee you Boba Fett has to they they have to if they don't
0: yeah will, will you guys be pissed if they don't because I th- I would it's a wasted opportunity. I don't want to say that I'm yes. going to be pissed if they do one or the other. It just it depends on how they craft the story. You know what I mean? Like I not,
2: Jabba could be Jabba could be a cameo. I think Boba Fett <laughs> needs to make an appearance.
1: Exactly. I agree. I agree. I we'll think uh, uh, Greedo should make an appearance. Yeah, that'd be cool. Why not before, before he shoots him first? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> let's. I know, and that, that was a, that was a quick synopsis. Uh, but,
2: the synopsis sounds like a Star Wars ride at Disney.
1: No, it's, yeah. Well, it, does, it doesn't sound like Disney synopsis. And honestly, that
2: synopsis scares me because even though Ron Howard is a beloved director and they and they shot more of the movie than they're leading on, I honestly am worried this movie is going to be a failure because they started off with these two young directors who are mostly comic directors and then they take the script and say, fuck the script, we're going to improvise, we're going to make it feel a quirky... It fuck the script or fuck, fuck their they're they're filming no they said fuck the script we're going to improvise all this shit oh yeah. shit did I you not know this then. did you not know this no they okay so lord miller like as we know casden wrote wrote the script they got the script they got signed on they started shooting the movie they said fuck the script they're going to improvise this shit they were imp- improvising scenes they were changing the tone oh, of shit whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Okay, so, okay, yeah i i read it the wrong way i thought you meant like there was a script there, uh, uh, in front of them, and yes. they made it, and then they're like, no, fuck that
2: Casden so wrote it. Casden okay, wrote the okay. script,
1: and the script I, is still
2: there intact. But they, Lord and Miller, direct-wise, they just said, we're going to improvise. We're going to switch it up. We're not going to follow what we agree with you Kathleen You can't Kennedy. do that with Star Wars. That's yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. So Kathleen Kennedy booted them out, got Ron Howard in like a week later pretty fast, they claim they shot bits and pieces. They shot the majority of that movie. Again. 80%. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes, Eighty percent.
2: So my fear- 80%. Now, here's the beauty. This film could be a fucking masterpiece. They just don't want to start marketing it yet until The Last Jedi is completely out of people's right. minds. Right. right, Okay, I understand that, but they should have had a trailer out in front of Last Jedi. Of, the the, they should have- Yeah, it should have been there in the
0: theaters with those. They should have been
2: in a theater, yeah. Yep. Yes. So, my worry is that 80%. with that synopsis being so childish, Compared to other synopsis of other movies, because it's just it's just bland, basic shit. We've already heard. The Han stuff. Solo
0: like, is a smuggler. Yes, we, it, that's what it is. <laughs> that's my fear. Is that,
2: Sometimes does bad things. My fear: Disney is trying to downplay this because Disney knows this movie is not going to. Right, right, not, right, right. That's my fear. I'm hoping to God they're downplaying it now because they don't want to. They they don't want to like shoot their load out ahead of time. <laughs> right. But if that. But my fear is that if that first trailer. Does not get anybody. Bu- if that trailer is kind of meh, and there's no excitement, it's a failure. It's Han Solo. Yeah. If people are not excited for that first trailer, it's a bomb. They it's gotta, not gonna They work. have to crush that trailer, man. Yeah, the trailer has to kick ass. And if if you see reactions of people on YouTube, you hear the people on Twitter and Facebook, and they're just kind of like, "Okay, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> that is terrible."
1: No. So so we have uh, uh, Ryan Myers. Saying a Palpatine cameo or reference would be, be cool, nope. I, and along along the, along those lines, I would disagree. But nope. along, whoa, whoa, whoa! Not a Palpatine, but an Emperor. No, nope. Ca- not cameo, but an Emperor reference. I think would be perfect. Oh, reference, yeah.
0: sure, yeah,
1: yeah. The, 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 well, no, no I, think, yeah, I think I think I'm legitimizing what he was saying, but I think a uh, Emperor reference in the solo film. Would solidify so much that, like, even peasant bitches like Han Solo and gamblers like they Camo know. Calrissian. <laughs> they know, but it's rumored
2: that Vader's going to have a cameo in the movie. And I, I don't think that. that no, do not. No, no. I'm I'm saying is I don't want it because yeah. it doesn't make sense. I hope yeah. not. But if they mention Vader, because he's he's at the forefront. If they just say his name. Lord Vader was here recently or something right, along the lines right. of Lord Vader is Lord Vader is in a nearby system. I'm fine. But if they if they shoehorn Vader into where he's a part of the story, it just makes no sense. So
1: yeah. I would be a, I would be truly happy because based off the uh, Rise of Darth Vader book that I read, they, no one knew what Vader was. No one knew who Vader was. Darth Vader wasn't a thing. Was he? For like F? the first Well, no, just think about it. Like Anakin... In the galaxy died. Yeah. And now there's a dark uh, armored stormtrooper, basically. And even (laughs) so, and and at the beginning of that book, they call him the the dark armored, like stormtrooper or something along, like the dark stormtrooper. They didn't even know he was a Sith Lord. Like people look at that dude and have no fucking clue. And it's along those lines of, that ancient religion like as soon as the jedi died order 66 yeah anakin died in in a minds of the people there darth vader shows up and he's literally just a suited strong man um i think there's so much opportunity for them to in the solo thing to say dude there's that that like black suited stormtrooper has been around here Or something devious like that, where the people in the story are ignorant to who Vader is. Yeah. I I would love that aspect. I guess it all all depends on how
2: like what the timeline is of this movie before New Hope. Like I guess it just depends on how far back it is. Because Rogue One was right before New Hope. Is Han Solo
1: like a couple years before that? Is it right before Rogue One? Is it around Rogue One? Just think about it though. Because Rogue one it bleeds into you yeah. yeah so Luke has to be 18. yeah Luke has to be 18 17 in both of those movies so if we were to put that together if if a solo movie were to happen God it, it could happen like in the uh timeline of Rogue one. Yeah, I don't know.
2: That's the thing. We just don't know where it's set. Like, they're not they're not being specific on where this movie's set. Yeah.
0: They're
1: just like, oh, it's before New Hope. We need to see Boba Fett, by the way.
0: We need to see Boba Fett. Yeah. And speaking of what it's set, if it literally leads up to a New Hope, I will be so angry. Um, like, leads and, up and, to, and in terms and, of and like being like a day yeah, or a week a bunch before. Of it's
2: like... Are they all going to die or something? Like Rogue One? Like all, the, all these side characters no one knows about?
0: Yeah. It, it, it'll be hard to accept. I think the new guy looks like Solo. It'll be hard to accept him as Solo if this movie is supposed to take place like a year before A New Hope. That just doesn't make any sense at all. Ten years before. Maybe it's ten years, whatever. Hopefully. Could. But yeah. if, I, if I see him you know, drop his shipment at the first sign of Imperial fucking forces or whatever the hell he says in the movie yeah like that's a little too close
1: I like it I like it I think that fits perfectly uh, and I think that's what they're gonna do but if Jabba is on his that-
0: on his trail trying to fucking capture him because of that incident I mean, he can't just let that happen and then wait 10 years to like fucking try to capture Han Solo for it Travis Dunn says will we see Jabba
1: which yes. is actually a really mm, good fucking
0: yeah
1: May- Can we talk about maybe- how Jabba is the worst? I'm I'm going to say this is the worst <laughs> character in the Star Wars universe. Worse than Jar Jar? He's a he's a large pile of shit, <laughs> and we all look at him like a genius, but he gets choked out by a princess.
2: I'm not Star- saying he's a genius. I just think we'll probably see him in uh, Solo. Probably maybe maybe that's when he first meets Jabba. Is in the movie if it's yeah. set
1: way before.
0: That's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. The huts are the worst thing ever. Maybe
2: Lando introduces him to Java. You
1: don't know. Maybe. Maybe maybe a Java Java reference is what Brian Myers says.
0: Yes. One thing that Star Wars has been awesome at is tying in new stuff with a million Easter eggs that, like, you don't even gives you the feels of the original movie by giving you something brand new. And they can go overboard, just like the fucking dude. I have the death sentence on 12 systems guy From Rogue One Like that's out of control I don't know who approved that How that got through the fucking board That was the worst decision of all time That Star Wars has ever made But They know how to work those Easter eggs In the movie So I think with Jabba And Boba Fett And Chewie and Lando All these options I think And the castle run We have plenty of shit to look forward to For Solo All
1: right, let's move on from Solo Uh, We got the last bullet point here uh, Star Wars has now grossed a total of over 9 billion in theaters as a franchise. Jesus.
0: So yeah, all yeah, Star Wars movies the- complete <laughs> Holy- like together, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and, and as a well, as a franchise and my question is I'm assuming that's just films.
0: Yes, all the films. So 9 films total. Nine have grossed billion. not over 9 billion dollars. Overnight, it's over nine billion. (laughs) Oh shit! Here we go. So they're averaging a billion a film. (laughs) That's very accurate. And and episode seven was what two billion?
1: Yes, it's it's already past that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, man. So, so it
1: says with the last Jedi being the most profitable uh, film of 2017 at 1.264 billion. Guys, I don't care. What the fuck you think Star Wars is gonna be? It ain't gonna be what you think it's gonna be. Just sit there with an open mind yep. and accept what is gonna happen in front of your face. Once that's, Star Wars,
0: my, yeah, like once ahead. Star Wars movies are making like three hundred million at the box office, then we can talk about how the movies suck. But until that point, put your theories aside. Go watch the movie, ideally twice in a row. So you can watch it once, get pissed, and then go watch it again like us. <laughs> and just fucking enjoy the, the story that got you into Star Wars in the first place. So I, I do have
1: to ask Chainsaw. Like, the immediate... So you saw you said once? Yes, I, don't
2: have, I haven't had the time to see it again. That's impressive. Oh, my God.
1: No, and, and your, your thoughts and ideas about the movie were my thoughts and ideas about the movie at the second and third viewing.
0: You're way more evolved you saw, than we are. You,
1: you were paying attention to way more than I was. <laughs>
2: because I was so because I, I was a Star Wars fan before the Force Awakens dropped. But once I saw The Force Awakens, my mind changed so much. Because it it because they expanded the universe. I saw four, five, and six when I was a kid. Then a few years later, I saw one, two, three. At the time I liked one, two, and three because I guess new Star Wars, yay! But then I realized the flaws. But then but I also I said this in my live stream that in order for you to really appreciate Star Wars, you have to watch the three films, the prequel. Cool. I'm not saying you Absolutely. have to like them. I'm saying you have to watch them to understand the journey from the Jedi being prominent to them self destructing. Well, it's
0: the, the content, life.
1: the content that happened.
2: Yes, yeah, because the, the story was amazing. The execution, not so much. Exactly.
0: Um, well, there's, seven, and there's two Focus. stories there.
2: Yes, yeah, Seven Ray. I love Ray's character. I never once thought she was a Mary Sue, And I, I did like, I liked Kylo. But I did, I will admit he was kind of whiny. But then after seeing eight, I appreciate where he's his character's growing. You know, he's not consistent. Um, and I after seeing eight, I, w- I, w- I was focusing on everything because I had theories going in. But once I sat down and watched the movie, I said, I, I don't care what my theories are, I wanna see what they do. Because I wanna be surprised. They surprise me. If I wasn't surprised, I would come out and say, Well, I liked it, but I wasn't
1: surprised. They didn't do anything I wasn't expecting. I feel like 100% of the people that went in were that weren't surprised, or that, I'm sorry, were surprised, saying Snoke didn't become Plagueis and and Rey's parents' question wasn't answered. They were pissed. But you're saying you were the opposite, going in and you're like, I have all these theories, and none of them came true.
2: I had the theory of Snoke was going to be the big bad and that Luke's going to fight him or Ray's going to fight him. I had all these ideas in my head of what they're going to do. But then it's like Snoke's death. Kylo's the main villain. Luke dies. I thought he was going to die in 9. Like, Every, oh my God.
1: The person yeah. you thought uh, was going to die, Leia, doesn't. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah, but, but then they have to unfortunately kill
1: her off in 9. Uh. So let me let me, while we're right there, right there. Yeah, I, I have a uh, dark feeling <laughs> at episode nine. Right when we the the, the script the uh, crawl opens, it's going to say with the death of Princess Leia.
2: That's what I was saying at the beginning of the live stream. I said they're going to they're going to they're going to write her death in the opening crawl because
1: I mean the first yeah. thing to it, they're going to say with the death of General
2: Organa, or gonna, to comma
1: me, gonna yep to To make it the to make it
2: the cleanest way to get them out of the awkwardness. Yep. Because I, even though, because at one of the times I was on the show, I did say the idea of because what if they would have done a Tarkin situation where they did a CG, but it it it's too soon. It would just be too much, and they and they couldn't use for much. Right. So with the but I love the fact that they said was okay. Carrie died. They came back after the new year and they discussed what are we going to do? Because seven eight was already shot. They didn't change the ending. I think that's the best part. They left it open-ended so they can have her die peacefully due to old age, not in a heroic death. She dies peacefully. It's mm-hmm. the setup. She passes on, being a general to somebody else. And that and they could and they could open the movie with them honoring and talking about Leia and not having to show the death or it be a part of the story it's just something that happened right before yep. or it happened during the time
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then they just continue and they could reference leia but we don't they have could, to deal with the the uh, and actually seeing it
1: right they they, they can, can become, do it creatively though i i think if they open the movie let just for a uh, creative sake they open a movie in a space battle and you hear leia organa uh conducting a space battle or something along those lines. And then it comes down to it's getting it, you know it's getting worse than we thought and it just they fly off and then it just hits you in a fucking rush of soundtrack. Like listen bitch, do you know what the fuck you just listened to it was Leia Organa. General Organa's death. No. You don't think they would do that? No. It's too... I think... Honestly... I, I hope think they do that. It would be perfect.
2: I think it's too disrespectful. Yeah.
1: How? How?
2: Because... <laughs> how? We, as, we as fans grew up with Leia, no matter how old you were when you watched those movies. And you're going to push her out in some fucking script? You even said it right before. You said that should be the first line in the
1: crawl. Now you're changing her... Your no, opinion no, no. No, I I, no, whoa. whoa, whoa. To get uh, to clear that up, I assume that's what they're gonna do. That's not what I want them to do. I assume they're gonna kill her off in some fucking letters on in a script <laughs> in
0: some fucking letters. Mobar's no, I I, I,
1: I, I hate it. I want them to pull like voice actors and just be like, Poe, you shouldn't do this," and blah blah blah, and just and then it just like in I in Poe's eyes, like he knows all of a sudden. Something like that would hit me a lot
0: harder, yeah. and
1: I think would not be disrespectful.
0: Nope. Go ahead. Nope. I think nope. it's good because they need a time Everybody jump anyways. No. They need they need a time <laughs> jump anyways. So throwing that in there, because like, putting 8 right after 7, like within days or hours after 7, I didn't hate because of how the story unfolded in Last Jedi, but it's not my ideal choice and I think to do Something similar with 9 would be risky and just kind of lackluster, especially with the resistance being pretty much, like, gone until they build it back up. So a time jump works. If it's a decade and Leia's gone by that time, I think it's sensitive enough that it makes sense. That's my thought. I'm pissed.
1: I think about it sometimes. (laughs) So,
2: uh... not, Not to, like... I just think that if you if you do what you were saying about Leia, I think that a lot of people will be pissed. I think a lot of people will be angry about it. Because I, I'm not worried about a lot of people.
0: If well, I, I observed one thing, yeah, everyone's going to be pissed either way. Here's,
2: but, he, but here's what he's doing right now. If they don't do what they... If they don't kill off Leia like he wants, he's turning into one of those people that are mad <laughs> that it's not confirming a theory. See, that's the problem Oh Star- No, no, no. no. no if they, that's that's right. the problem with Star Wars fandom. Well, we Parry, you are, are the problem with head. Star Wars
0: fandom. If, if, if they do it right, I'm not mad. If
2: it doesn't do it, a lot of people get pissed. Like, if I had they this don't... Stoke, and it's not true. All oh, the movie sucks.
1: Well, they all do suck, um, So Whether let's it see.
0: happens in the crawl or in the movie, I have faith that J.J. will do it the right way, and then I will appreciate how it happens. Agreed. I'll say that.
2: All if right, they, so if they kill, right, If they kill her off like that, where she's in the ship, and the ship explodes... <laughs> But I think they could they, they could portray the emotion the same way without killing her on screen or yes.
0: at least in the movie. Yes,
1: they could still I, portray that. And and you got to realize, like even my theory of it, they're not killing her on screen. So I I think that's the way to do it. But uh, yeah. I just with, with, with just words in the in in the uh, the the crawl, oh that that irks me. It just irks me. Um. We're getting we're getting a long episode here, so if you're up for <laughs> it, uh, Commander Commander has some Marvel stuff that he would like to jump into. Let's do it. I got nothing to do. It. Let's oh, do it. Fuck.
0: All right. I wasn't expecting that. All right. <laughs> we're going into Marvel territory right now. Hey? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so chainsaw, you know a lot yes. more about comics than I do. So, but I've been going back through Marvel stuff. I just started, leading up to Infinity War. I calendarized everything to figure out how many movies there were and how many I had to watch per week up to Avengers. Yeah. Um, And I'm trying to squeeze in some of the Netflix stuff, but there's... I don't know if I can watch 13 one-hour episodes of like five shows in a row. So I've been kind of picking and choosing. Um, mm-hmm. But I watched uh, Iron Man the other night. I finished Iron Fist and I started watching The Defenders all within yes. like the same two or three days. So... Um, I've been mentioning this in the show. I've been trying to decide, like, Game of Thrones, Marvel, Game of Thrones, Marvel, which one I like, secondary to Star Wars. And Marvel really captures, it's probably because it's Disney also, but it captures this essence of setting up 50 things across 50 different platforms or episodes or whatever, and then they all culminate in, in such an epic way that it makes me so happy. Like the first Avengers movie, the way that happens in the defenders, when they all meet up finally in episode three or four, whatever the fuck it is, like even yep. such small things like that, like the Netflix shows, it's not the best acting. It's not the best show in the world, but when all four of those guys meet up, it's fucking sweet. So whatever,
2: it, it's, it's an epic moment because they had build up daredevil and then daredevil season two. Then they had iron fist, Luke cage, Jessica Jones, and then they do the Defenders. Yeah. And what they beautifully do is that they don't get them right away in the first episode. You have right. to wait. Right. So the third episode at the end, to go, oh, by the way, here you go. Yeah, um, And I think it's a good moment. I mean, the thing is, Daredevil gets universally praised by people. Yep, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are kind of mixed with people. Right. And Iron Fist, of course, had the whole controversy with whitewashing, which is never whitewashing. Danny anyway,
0: Rand's always white, anyways. Um Oh, that wasn't the controversy uh, that I thought. It was just like, eh, hey, it sounded good.
2: No, the controversy was there were people that said, well, uh, he's the only, he's a white character trained by Asians in, in martial arts. He should be an Asian character. No, Danny Rand was white in the comics. Anyways, Iron overall, Iron Fist, I think, is the weakest show out of the four shows. Yes. But I still enjoy it for what it was. It could have been a lot better. But the Defenders, like you said, the Avengers, it's the culmination of setting up all these different things and they all come together in one Unified front
0: mm-hmm. eight episodes,
1: oh. defenders, the Avengers can, movie. Can so, we like um simplify the defenders? So what do we got here? Defenders, you our, got
0: our... Iron Fist, you got yeah. Daredevil, you got Jessica Jones,
2: Luke and Cage. you have Luke Cage. So it's yeah. just the four. Well, no, there's there's other characters, but it's it's all four of them coming together in a storyline that's been kind of set up throughout the other shows. Yeah. At least some of them. So yeah. all well, of them re- have been revolving
0: around New York City and this organization called The Hand and these people that yes. have been being killed and reviving themselves like over like hundreds and hundreds of years and this Kunlun fucking mystical the shit. Hand.
1: Yeah, they are is that, is that like the
0: foot clan from the TMNT? First thing I fucking they're, thought they're of they're
2: when I saw. Theory, that. They are, five, <laughs> they are five people that were from Kunlung and they separated from them and they basically want to get themselves back in there. So they're trying to do this whole ritual situation. And there's a bunch of twists and turns in that show. I think that's the beauty of it. And yes, uh, Jessica Jones, I think, is the only show that had no connection whatsoever to the hand. That's why she's so confused on the hand. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, she doesn't believe any of the nonsense. Right. Even though she's a super-powered human anyways. Uh, so... It, they, they had to they had to slowly integrate, but because I what I like the most is that they set up an own their own story, not like this is a Daredevil story with the three other characters. This is a Defender story where they're all coming together for different
1: purposes and different reasons, and then they right. have to work
0: together. Right,
1: kind of like the Avengers. Right. So,
0: no man, I'm a fan. So I, how, so I think
1: how, so. How so? How different is it? Because I, I haven't seen it. Anything. Feels like it, it, it does. It doesn't feel like what well, at first it feels like. When
2: Daredevil's on screen, it's a Daredevil show. When it's Jessica Jones, it feels like a Jessica Jones show. But when they're all on screen for the majority of the show, it feels like a unified show where it doesn't feel like one person's more important than the other person. It feels like its own thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. do so I think it's its best quality because it? they could have easily made this a Daredevil 2.0 show with the three other characters because he's the most popular out of the four.
0: Right.
1: But Luke they, Cage can... Punch people through walls. But Daredevil
2: has the most popular show because he's basically Batman blind. That's what he is. So since his show came out first and people loved him the most, they could have easily just made a Daredevil show with Defenders. He's not... Like
0: with Tony Stark as he runs the Avengers and stuff, right? Like that. Yes.
2: But what I like is that they didn't really have a leader for the Defenders. Right. And the fact that, like I said, they made it feel like a unified show, not just a... This is Daredevil with three, with three other people. Like
0: well, and they resist like- coming together for a while.
2: Yeah. Which is kind of what happened to the Avengers. They fought each other. They didn't want yeah. to work together. Yeah. And it had to be Colson's death to bring them to really unite and fight back against Loki.
1: So so the other thing, and I don't mean to pull away from it, but uh, while I'm thinking of it, uh, Justice League has come out since we've talked to you. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and I know, and I know you're a DC fan. So, yeah. really, you couldn't tell? <laughs> what is? What, what do you got? Uh, Emperor Palpatine, force power on your shit. <laughs> oh, um,
0: unlimited power, beanie.
1: <laughs> unlimited beanie. This is this is a, it, this is it's very depressing. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You were that upset about it? Wait, no. What? no.
2: Here's the depressing part of okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Justice League. I enjoyed the finished product. But then since the movie has came out and we've learned so much information about what happened behind the scenes, it has made me go, Warner Brothers, you fucked up majorly.
1: Well, are we talking about like the the mustache fiasco or? Yes, because that was all due to reshoots. Well, that was bullshit. Yeah, I will completely agree. But
2: there are scenes in that movie that were cut out and replaced with humor that should not have been cut out. There is, an, there is an after credit scene that was gonna have Bruce Wayne on his home on the water that you've seen in BVS, and he was gonna wake up to a green light. Two Green Lanterns were gonna be at his house yeah. in a post-credit scene, and they cut it out.
1: They cut oh, it out.
2: But we already yeah. saw Green Lanterns in it. Yeah, but Green Lantern died in the back in the in the flashback back he like it's a real no one cared about because no one knew who it was
1: yeah
2: but but this the was, fact that they
1: they it's canon now yes in, yes in
2: but this was going to set up green lantern core movie down the road right and set up a green lantern in the justice league and all that there was other that and this has been all wishy-washy as if superman's death superman returns he has a black suit they teased a black suit it was cut from the movie. That's Yeah, that rumored. was
1: bullshit. Yeah.
2: It was rumored. What they could have done easily, instead of the mustache removal... They beard! Could have had, they could a fake beard, regardless of
1: what color his fucking suit is, and that could have easily solved the problem. And yeah. Then when I'm he sorry. Was, I'm yeah. sorry. Why the fuck couldn't he just have grown a goddamn beard because and then cut stupid. his beard? Because Warner Brothers is
2: fucking stupid.
1: Oh, that's yeah. What, I forgot. That's
2: the problem. They hired a new guy to over to be the new D.C. president in January. I hope to God this guy knows what the fuck he's doing because apparently he knows what he's doing. But can he actually do something? I don't know. Man. Because he still has the answer to the people that are still running Warner Brothers that fucked up. Because Kevin Sujohara, Kevin the CEO of Warner Brothers, the main guy, he was afraid that his contract would run out. So he forced Justice League to come out in 2017 to get a bonus check, regardless of the quality of the movie. Wow. He forced him to come out to get a bonus on his salary. He forced it to come out. And they forced Joss Whedon here, you have six months to do reshoots and complete the film. Go. So Joss Whedon was in a it was a no-win bar situation. Yes. So the movie the final product, I enjoyed it, but I'm I'm more pissed off at Warner Brothers because they fucked up. This movie could have yeah. made a billion dollars in its sleep, but they 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 meddled with it. They forced they forced uh, Joss to do a bunch of shit and so little time, like that's why JJ How? pushed. That's why JJ, who did the Force Whigs, he pushed from the May to December release date because he needed more time. He didn't finish that movie till December, the same month it was coming out. He didn't finish it till then. So you're, you're, you're so you're telling Josh Whedon to come back in, do reshoots, post production in six months. It's impossible.
1: So so oh my god, because pissed. I, we, we haven't watched, we haven't talked to you for a long time. So, like, Wonder Woman came out between then and then. I don't even know if we've talked about, I, I guarantee we've talked about BVS. Yeah. But uh, your overall thoughts on BVS were uh, the, ultimate cut, the, the ultimate cut, the ultimate cut, the imperfect
2: un- Yes, I, I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. The, the 30 minute cut, the two hour, 30 minute theatrical cut. That was all Warrior Brothers meddling and moving shit around and forcing Zack Snyder. You can't put out a three hour cut.
1: Yeah. You can't do it. They, they uh, No, completely the, uh, the fucking full cut on it was worth it and made the movie a DC movie. Fuck now, made yeah. it darker. Go ahead. He,
2: Wonder Woman. You know the No Man's Land scene where she goes out on that field with their outfit for the first time. Yeah. It's a big reveal. Kevin Tsujihara the CEO of Warner Brothers wanted that scene cut from the movie. That's the whole movie. <laughs> this is the same dude that forced Justice League got for a for a bonus check. That guy should not only be fired, but he should be... He's still in charge, and he appointed a new guy to DC Films president. The fuck well, is hopefully what are you that you guy knows what the fuck he doing. But it doesn't <sighs> matter because if Kevin C. Johara says no, he has the power to say no. The only saving grace is that this new guy, he's worked with the upcoming director of Aquaman, James Wan, because he he was the guy that was working with James Wan on the on the two Conjuring movies that were very successful over at New Line.
0: Yeah, I'm very and, interested to see how James Wan pulls and, off a superhero film.
2: And also the guy who's directing Shazam, they're, they're, they're in Whoa. pre-production they're about to start shooting Shazam. He has worked with that guy too in the past. So my hope is that his connection with these two directors... With Aquaman in 2018, Shazam in April 2019, we can start going in a better direction. I'm excited whoa, whoa, whoa. for Say Aquaman. Say that
1: again. So you said, what about The Conjuring in DC?
2: the, okay. the
0: dude that did James Saw, Wan, James Wan. James Wan.
2: He's directing Aquaman. Directed the two Conjuring movies.
1: That Holy guy.
2: shit! The, the guy, the Saw guy, who, the guy yeah. who is now the new DC film president, worked with James Wan on those two movies.
1: Yes, he's Let's the
2: new DC president. Make- the guy who's, the guy who's directing Shazam directed a Lights Out or something in 2016 same guy worked with him
1: so right. the hope make is a DC a fucking DC movie the hope is that this new
2: guy a DC president can get can hire directors he has worked with in the past or people he can work with and not meddle with right and make these movies more critic positive and more audience positive because Justice League was divisive Wonder Woman is the only DC, EU, DC, whatever the fuck you want to call it, film critically and audience approved. Yes. The only one. And that's because they didn't meddle with Wonder Woman. They didn't cut anything out of that movie.
1: Well, they, yeah, they kind of did because they, they talked about not ever seeing males. Like you're well, a man. Well they, well they, men they, are on the island. They did. Well, they reshot some stuff, but every single thing that
2: was shot for that movie was not removed. Like, Patty Jenkins fought back against the No Man's Land scene being cut. If that movie was cut, oh, that would have been bad. But but everything that was shot for that movie is in the movie. There's no extended cut because nothing was cut. But Smith's side was also metal, too, so...
1: Is there there a planned, like, extended cut of uh, Justice League? It was rumored forever, but they just
2: announced the Blu-ray and there's only one confirmed bonus scene, which is the return of Superman, which is when he gets a suit again.
1: Ah, fuck him. I but, hate Superman. But,
2: but, but the thing is, Suicide Squad was the last movie that got an extended cut, but there was so much backlash. People are going, why am I paying to go see a movie in the theater and then there's an extended cut that I could have easily seen it for the first time, but yet you're holding it off. So the, the one movie didn't hard. have an extended cut. Yeah, and Justice League is not getting one. I don't think they're going to do it again because people are not going to be wasting <sighs> their money to see the actual That's the cut. problem
0: though is like the extended cut is what the fuck we wanted to see in the first place so of course you're going to make money why on that shit if you
2: sell that? it. Yeah, well, But they won't because they're fucking stupid.
0: God, man. Well,
2: their thought was at first well, if they don't like the theatrical cut we you put out the extended cut people will pay money to see it but the problem is people are double, like wait a minute you're putting five. out a better version of the movie in BVS why didn't you put this out first? So now they're pissed at Warner Brothers. I feel
0: see, very I have a feeling- anxious and stressed talking about DC right now. It is.
1: I have a a feeling that DC doesn't have the balls to put out what they need to because it's still a superhero thing. And the superhero thing is like toddler to 40. But DC, well, to be honest, DC is not a toddler to 40 audience in general. It should be like a 22 21 year old to 50 audience or it could be 15 16 to that you know like Well I, I I think it's just too. They're, they're trying to attract a uh, a a um a younger audience that isn't the immediate
0: audience they're trying to hack into that Marvel shit Well which they should be yeah. staying in their lane no, and doing no, their own I, fucking thing. And the studio needs to let the directors do their goddamn thing. That's why they're directors. That's why they're creators yeah. in the first place.
2: That, that's why when, when one Brothers <sighs> and a director and a writer agree on a script and agree on a, on a vision of what they want the movie to be, they, they, need, to let it, they need to let it see it through. They don't need to, stop, they need to stop meddling in post-production and changing shit and forcing reshoots.
0: Yeah. And that was, my original, that was my original complaint about Solo, too. I was like, you need to let the fucking the creators do their vision But now that I hear that they were ditching the script and doing improv, now it makes more sense why they got fired on the solo film.
2: because they they were seeing Uh, why is Han Solo not acting like Han Solo? Because they're like, well, we wanted to do this instead. But that's not in the script.
1: Well... What would have been perfect for them is them to do what the fuck they did and then release two different movies. That never... That's never going to happen. whoa. I know that will never happen. But (laughs) just think of this fucking under the cover movie that was never made yeah if especially if solo just bombs it's not and we get back to and we get back to something that was like built up to be perfect So I don't think solo will bomb that Senate but I
2: think you will see the the leggings for solo once the second weekend numbers come in because if it's a huge drop and it's just not getting it's not keeping its trajectory. It's just going low, 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 like 60% drop. Like solo, low, low, low. Yeah. Like the, the problem is if, if if like Han Solo doesn't need to open up at 150 million dollars. But if solo opens up at hundred million and then the next week it opens up at 30, that's not good. And it's Han Solo.
1: See, I have a feeling that it's not gonna even be close to Rogue One. No, it won't. I I, I think but Han Solo.
2: has the name of Solo. But the question is how. How much? How much money production wise went into this movie? That's the well, question. Well, double,
0: a double of a fucking everything else.
2: Yeah. So, my, if the production budget is like two hundred million, marketing we don't know how much they spend on. Marketing. I was going to say if maybe that's why we're not seeing gonna, a lot
0: of marketing shit because they're trying to cut that. To you're going to balance make your money out back. the production budget. You're going
2: to yeah. If if they if they hold back on marketing and just put out some trailers. TV spots, and they don't do a lot, then they could save on the marketing. But I guess it depends on how much was already spent when Lord Miller were directing, and yeah. then how much money did they spend on reshooting basically the entire movie? Yeah. Because because yeah. when they were the Golden Globes, Ron Howard was presented. They said the director of the upcoming solo, a Star Wars story, like he is, he's going to be given credit as director, which means he's directed more than half that movie, which means he's the director. Lord Miller are gone. They're well, not they going to be said they reshot 80%. Movie. Yeah, well, like that means, but Lord Miller, I don't think they're going to get credit because I think no, I credit, I wouldn't give them credit. No. no, I think whatever they shot is going to be
1: used, but they're going to cut a lot of their stuff out.
0: Well, they were trying like, to do fucking SNL for Han Solo. That's not going to work.
1: Well, with the same thing, I I would have if they're going to be using shots from them, they would have to give them credit. But uh, yeah, no, I I I, th- I think it's a shit show. I don't. I really don't know what to expect. I really. I don't think anybody knows what to expect from the so solo film. That's the, that's the biggest problem. The fact that people
2: are questioning that, that shows that they have failed with marketing or attempting to do anything with this movie. Well, I don't know why they're holding. Maybe Ron Howard is still working hard in post-production and they're not ready for a trailer. But there's rumors every fucking day now. Trailer's coming soon. Trailer coming soon. What, Super Bowl is what? Super Bowl this Sunday? Is it this coming Sunday? Next Sunday. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. No, next, it's in so two like, weeks. This coming Sunday. Oh, but two weeks. They could easily do that. Do, they could do that, or they could put it out before the end of January. But they should have put out a trailer before The Last Jedi. Teaser. They should have. Yeah. yeah, they should have put out a teaser, then a full trailer in front of Black Panther or something. Yep. Get the ball rolling. But I yep. don't know why they're waiting so long to do anything. Like they keep teasing it. <sighs> why can't you? Why can't they just give us something? Just put it on man. YouTube. I don't know. But maybe they're worried just like we are. Maybe they're they so scared are. of whatever the trailer, whatever trailer they're working on. They're like, oh my God, if this does not hit. Oh my God, if this is not good.
0: They probably just should a bit the fucking bullet. And when they fired Lord Miller, pushed it back to goddamn Christmas and just keep yeah, they all should. the
2: Star Wars movies at Christmas. And I think it's, too, and I don't think it's too late for them to push it back because there's no official marketing
3: yet.
1: Yeah. It, true. It, it, well, I know. I, I, I would. I think we all agree that if they were to push it back and it was a better movie, it's yeah. fine. I don't want you to put out some bullshit in April mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it is. May. <laughs> may, may it be better than it was in April? Fuck off! Stop! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, no, I truly, I truly agree because it, it's not something you can mess with. It's right.
0: Star Wars, right? it's, yeah, it's on another level, yeah. and
1: you need to shut the fuck up and make it right. I don't mm-hmm. care how long it takes. Mm-hmm. It's not a video game where you can just add DLC. <laughs> nope, it really yeah. isn't. And we've you even can't... seen
0: how a video game with adding DLC works out. It's still not that fucking great. It,
1: it's, it's a
2: heroically bad. <laughs> adding DLC is basically an extended cut, which... <laughs> yeah. I, so, uh, if they don't knock it out of the park, but, yeah, they, they, if they if they don't feel confident, which they don't sound like they're confident, with that really crappy synopsis and no trailer yet, they need to announce like right now. We're pushing it back to December because there's no because there's no official marketing. Because see, that's where Fox fucked up. Fox puts out a new Mutants trailer. They push that movie back till 2019 after after a trailer is already out.
3: Yeah. So they,
2: they they they. No one's them- going to remember that trailer. They kick themselves in the balls. Like everyone's like, oh my god, this this crazy horror mutant movie, and they push it back. They have no official trailer push it like what they could do they could do a little bit of a teaser like how
1: are you how do you even have that trailer to put out
2: and yeah, you're so, not even fucking ready. Well they put a trailer out they did some test screening and they weren't fairly happy so they pushed it back. Here's my thing if what they could what they could do is they could put out a teaser and at the end of the teaser announced December. Push it back then. Put out a teaser giving us a little taste and then at the end it says December. It doesn't say or they could just put out a statement as the, before the trailer drops we're dropping a trailer tomorrow we're pushing the movie back to december but you're getting a trailer tomorrow that would at least set us up for okay we're getting we're finally getting a trailer but we're have we're gonna wait yeah we're gonna give on howard more time
3: yeah because yeah. i feel
2: like with them rushing him back in to shoot 80 percent of the movie or more you're, you're not giving him enough
1: time that's my guess
3: <sighs>
1: yeah all right, man. It's all fucked, I, I, man. I, I, I have one last one last thing, man. <laughs> yeah. So I always put the guests up against something. Oh. And this is going to be easy for you, uh, I believe. So, <laughs> Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. one superhero each. Yeah. What do you got? Favorite one, or... my favorite, or what are you? What do you? What are
0: you asking? Just I. That's that's the question. <laughs> I'm not.
1: One hero from each. This is the Sam yep.
0: Adams asking this question right now.
1: I, 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 I will just say I will just <laughs> say uh a favorite because Batman clearly on one. Batman. Favorite for each, yeah. Do you see Batman
2: easily? Marvel I honestly have I flip back and forth but I think my favorite Marvel character I think is Spider-Man.
1: Ooh, I love
2: it. I love yeah. it. I love honestly, it. Honestly, Wolver- I, when I was watching uh when I was young I was watching the animated Spider-Man Logan, show. dude. Logan uh X-Men the animated series from the 90s Batman the animated series from the 90s all those Wolverine I liked him in the X-Men animated show but when I saw Hugh Jackman in the first I saw X-Men 2000 like the first movie of X-Men I was like freaking out as a kid because that's Wolverine like, yeah. that's all that's, as, Wolverine. Yeah, it's Wolverine they they, I, they I, casted I, Wolverine as Wolverine I flip back and forth but honestly I I would some days I say Spider-Man some days I say Wolverine today I say Spider-Man Tom Holland is doing a fantastic job. Fuck yeah! But Wolverine is definitely it. It goes back and forth.
1: You know what's the weird thing is? I would almost put like X Men apart from MCU. Almost, yeah. Well,
2: now it's they're going to be joining the MCU. I get it, (laughs) but I
1: feel like all right, uh, and I'll put (laughs) that out there. So outside of well, no, he's fine. You you already answered. Spider Man,
0: Spider Man, Batman.
1: Uh, Now, if you ask, now
2: now, the the better question is, who is my second favorite DC character? That's an interesting question because that made me think all day because I don't know
0: Aquaman. No, No. Aquaman.
2: And honestly, (laughs) Superman is not my second favorite. He's Superman. Yeah, he's my last favorite.
0: Yeah, me too.
2: A lot of people say Batman, Superman, then they go down the line.
1: Dude,
0: no, Joe. Commissioner Gordon is above Superman. <laughs> I fucking hate. I'll take. Superman. <laughs> I'll take 60s Aquaman over <laughs> Superman any day. Oh, I would take God. 60s everything.
1: <laughs> I just, I just don't like every so anyone that is just all powerful and obviously cannot die. Like even when he dies, wait, listen He's up. He's not dead. Yeah, he ain't dead. I got you. <laughs> no, and that's why I, I, I see it, it's a give and take because I appreciate. Uh, Marvel and what they can like bring to the table because it's crazy.
3: Yeah,
1: but at the same time, it's I like the dark and craziness and the and the internal struggle. But there is no internal struggle when you have Superman that can just live every that every fucking day. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't say fucking Flash, bitch. No. <laughs> no. This is
2: just one. my favorite beanie because it's the most comfortable on my head. Um, oh, I get it. <laughs> but Batman is my favorite. He's always been my favorite for a long time. But if I would have to make a list of my top five, like top five from five to one Batman, I don't know who my four would be. That'd be really hard. Like, just like when we were talking about a Metallica top five, I'm like, how
0: oh, the fuck am I going to do this? Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Because I instantly want to put To Live is, To Die as number one, but... Oh, my God god damn yeah we need,
1: to, we need to do that because we do
2: and I, I, but here's the thing if we're i have a, such if we're gonna, different, such if, we're different. Gonna, if we're gonna do a top five metallica we need to at least have a set number of honorable mentions we can list yes. off. So we have more a variety yeah. 25 honorable mentions you know, i was thinking <laughs> i was thinking <laughs> let's make it an even if we're gonna do a top five let's do a five honorable mentions in no particular order or you could put it in order I would say top five, but before we get into our top five, we go into our five honorable mentions and just kind of list them off and kind of discuss, and then yeah. go into five.
1: Yeah, and then see, well, yeah, that's what I would like to do is like five through two, and then just do honorable mentions because. Oh, okay. uh I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm, think, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Re- we, we are all crazy Metallica fans, and I I grew up with Cody. <laughs> and he uh, no, didn't miss. He, Listen, I never met you, but uh, but I I truly think we would each have. The, the craziest thing is, I th- truly think we might each and, each have five different tops. I think, yeah, and, and if Definitely we do audible possible. mentions,
2: I think our audible mentions will probably be completely different too. Maybe,
1: yeah, you know, because I, I think dead. there might be like, I think there might be like one that hits all of our top yeah. five.
2: Yeah. Whether, whether it's in honorable mentions or, or at least in the top five, we'll at least we'll all agree on one song at some point. There's at least yeah. like, like that my number one. three is your number four, his number two, something like that. Where okay, yeah. this song collectively is something we. I but who knows? But I don't. But my my thing was I didn't want to just pick a song just because it's popular. I wanted to pick a song because of what it means to me for you. No, yeah. that,
1: and that's exactly what the list. That's the was. hard part. That's the hard part. It's like trying to figure it's out your uh, top five because like, I can you take a listen. listen- if Inter- you had to listen to
0: five. <laughs> and then we Inter- got to do uh, Top 5 is, PT Bams.
2: Inner Sandman is not even close to this list. No. Sad But True, out of, no. I, I'm tired of that song. Um, stick and Destroy, it's probably out of there too because I'm tired of
1: hearing it too. Seeking <laughs> like, <gotta>, <laughs> and Destroy whoa, is in there whoa, for whoa. me
0: because that's the one song that got me into Metallica S- in the first place. So that's up there.
1: And Sad But True is in there for me because <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll 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 sing
2: it. I'll sing it when I saw him last year. I sang it last year. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, But what but when it's outside I don't I don't go to Sabatru. I want to hear some Metallica, Sabatru. No, no. No,
0: no, no. I
1: I, I hear actually you, do that I, kind I, of I think,
0: frequently actually.
1: I think it's most uh, listenability. So I think if if I had <laughs> five Metallica songs that I had the rest of my life to listen to. I think Sad But True might be in there. I couldn't do it. I blew my brain. All right, well, well that, that's, the sneak, that's the sneak peek because I, I, yeah, I, 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 I am considering that because I. Uh, it's tough to it, choose. It, it, it differs. It differs from everything I know from Metallica. I mean, you hear the Master Puppets and everything else. So, uh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, might, I might consider that. So, Batman is the uh, black album
0: of DC. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm. A, I was actually no. thinking about that while we were talking about Metallica. I would say Batman and Doctor Strange. Ooh. And I was thinking about the Ooh. Hulk because I like the Hulk, but like I like him as a hero. But in terms of his personality and is there a struggle and his backstory, eh, I was kind of thinking Doctor Strange is a little more interesting. So I threw him Batman
1: in. Batman and Deadpool. Done. Ooh. We all agree on Batman. Batman, but like Batman the, is DC Batman is DC
2: yes but I'm saying is I like the fact all of our choices of DC is the same but all of our Marvel choices are completely different
0: yes well that shows you that if Batman because was not in the picture for DC I would not give a single fuck about them
2: damn <laughs> oh,
3: oh.
1: It's, just the, for you the, just issue, oh. for you, just the for issue is, you. is I'm just because,
3: because oh.
1: the issue is because the other fuck that we should f- consider is superman no with fuck him dude a bitch. <laughs> oh yes <laughs> all right you guys in any we case. appreciate you guys for tuning in we got chainsaw on the motherfucker over here uh we appreciate him and it, well what are you gonna say about that chainsaw where you come from what do you got where'd i come from where do you come no, from? No, I mean like where did you uh, go? Uh, where, 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 Chainsaw, Chainsaw Reacts YouTube,
2: Twitter, Facebook. That's where I'm at.
1: Chainsaw just Reacts. ChainsawReacts.com slash Internet. I board. wish I had a fucking website. I'm not cool enough to.
2: Nah, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: don't need one, man. Just all the all the profiles at Chainsaw Reacts. Also, yeah.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna start selling merch soon. It's gonna be fuck Rogue Squad Pod on the shirts. <laughs> yeah, dude, I would legitimately pay for that. <laughs>
0: We actually might steal that idea it. and make that as chainsaw our own merch.
2: Going, chain, a chainsaw being chopped through your logo. That's Just fuck this short. podcast. Yeah. yeah, fuck the podcast, bro. <laughs> they don't,
0: go, they don't hey. go
2: to town on shit on I'm this podcast. I'm
0: What's for it. What's the point? Well, I'm for it. Anti-Superman <laughs> oh League. I'm for it. <laughs> Batman <laughs> sucks. Chainsaw, you know we love you, man. I appreciate you coming nice. on again. appreciate you dishing out your thoughts on Last Jedi. I'm glad that you're... Uh, you're in the camp that's positive for new movies and course, some risks thought, and some Jedi, goodness. I'm not, a,
2: I'm not a baby who can't accept yeah.
0: change. You're not a child. I appreciate that very much. Even though you have that <laughs> beanie on, I appreciate that. Appreciate it. <laughs> we love appreciate you, man. You ain't a bitch. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, rogue surgeon podcast. We do have a group on Facebook. So if you're not up in that or make sure you join, uh, just star Wars and beer, search that up on Facebook, you know, anything Star Wars and beer related is fair game. <laughs> Even ridiculous prequel memes. They can go in there. It's all it's all good. Um, and you can follow us at Rogue Squad Pod on every single social platform pretty much out there. Uh, the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Scram. Blah. You just say Scram. Did I say scram? Oh, scram? Scram. It's on the Scram. It's on the Scram. It's on the Squad. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm a podcaster <laughs> yeah. too.
1: I'm a podcaster too. Alright guys, uh, Rogue Squadron Podcast episode 131. We appreciate beep, you guys beep, for beep, tuning beep, in. Beep, 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 if you didn't uh, join us live, you it's should. usually uh, Sundays 8pm 7.30, 8pm YouTube.com slash what the fuck happened? <laughs> guess what? It's Rogue Squad Pod. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly, Rogue Squad Pod. Uh, you can uh, join us live as many guys or humans did tonight, and we appreciate you guys uh, reaching out. Honestly, because uh, we uh, like to hear different ideas. I'd like to hear your th- terrible thoughts on Last Jedi, and 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 oh yeah, oh, you already <laughs> said it. terrible. Luke was a All bitch. Right, guys. Episode third, and uh, what? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, thank you. Chip 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 <laughs>